Hi, Internet. We are playing Scott Odyssey. Um, it's pretty much uh, starting off uh, where we last left off. Um, should I recap or anything? Just curious. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Okay. So, uh, Eld, Zero, and Kaigo um, infiltrated uh, an underground research facility of some kind, um, wherein they encountered some problems, in as much the research facility was already dealing with a crisis at the time. Um, they got caught in the middle of security forces versus escaped research experiments and had to escape with the help of a friendly AI named Ellie. Um, they had to hide out on the fifth basement floor, uh, Ellie's control room, um, within a maintenance tunnel. Elsewhere, uh, Scott, Neil, Manny, Emma, and Eddie um, found... Elizabeth Magia managed to get her to let them in, talk to talk to them. Manny snooped around a bit um, and found that Elizabeth was hiding something underneath of her house. Then uh, Neil and Scott, upon Elizabeth going and finding Manny that he'd been snooping, Neil and Scott proceeded to um, berate Manny a little, uh, saying that he was acting a lot like George. Manny took this as the most offensive thing that could be said, um, and stormed out, Eddie following behind. Scott questioned Elizabeth, got her to take them down below the basement where she had a defense perimeter, or a, a defense grid um, set up to keep any, to keep any intruders out. Uh, down in, d down uh, sort of a, a long... Uh, down a long ladder um, into a uh, record computer hospice um, and, and, and science uh, lab that she had um, way underneath her, way underneath the house. Scott found his mother was there in a state constantly between dead and alive, and that she's been quietly in the equivalent of a state of permanent sleep. He found out that um, his mother and father loved him more than anything else and only ever wished to give him a good, a good home. He found out that he wasn't by any means a clone of anyone, of anything. He's as much of a normal child as anyone else could be. And that Levi Athan... Leviathan, the monster that Scott promised to, to kill or, or wound or something, was the sole individual responsible for ruining what happy life Scott could have had with kind, loving parents. Poisoned Demetrius Moody, um, Scott's mother, put her in this state where she is where, where she is now. Scott's father left him with someone he could trust. Elizabeth Magia, as he left to try to find a way to, to, to save his wife. He never came back. Elizabeth 
took Scott to a kindly woman, a kindly uh, woman in uh, the Midwest who ran a halfway home woman that Scott's mother had um, been under the charge of when she was in, when she was in the, the uh, foster system and spoke only good things about. And that effectively brought Scott up to a complete timeline of his life, how and why he came to Frida's. We, uh, Manny elsewhere, um, went up to street level and sat kind of on the opposite side of the block uh, with Eddie. Eddie starting, like, M- Manny in a fairly um, emotional state, uh, just lamenting the fact that he's been, he's all he's been trying to do is help his friends. And that's all he's ever wanted to do. And Eddie starting to get more and more emotional to the point where he started to cry, saying that, that saying how important he feels that is, even if, even if sometimes one can foul up, it's how, how, how much value there is to it. But he's started to tear up and, and Manny kind of wrapped his arms around him and hugged him. While Eld was, while Eld was, uh, underground speaking with the AI running this research facility. Eld, you're in a maintenance tunnel. You, Zero, and Kayako. Um, the AI is here. Do you have any questions for her? Yeah. Um, do you want me to repeat from my... Uh, we can just start that scene over. It's fine. Okay. Ellie, um... Yes? You said that about what happened to Ian Foxtrot. Is there... Is there any way to get them back to normal? That is correct. You would first have to obtain them, then take them to the brain reconfiguration chamber. Okay, where's that? The brain reconfiguration chamber. Is... She she kind of goes quiet a moment. Um, Basement floor two. I see. Research labs. Uh, And that's... Might still be possible. And and uh, give me a uh, give me a think check. Sure. I don't remember if I made this check before or not. Uh, you didn't even make you didn't you didn't call for the check before. All right. Um. Would it be a add relationship with his? I don't know. Uh, what relationship would be appropriate? Do you think for this? Um. Because like, I'm gonna need one to have any chance of making it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you're, you're trying to plan and recall details. Actually, no. Uh, remember, sorry. Uh, do you um, remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You're trying to plan and recall details. All right. So uh, something contemplative, something. Told to use his relationship with his parents. Then, when, that's you know, remembering exact details is kind of important when you're a doctor. Three nines. Three nines. Okay. So you recall the tales about the missing agents. Um, Agent I, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Sid, is someone who can't be recognized unless he is observed. He can possibly be anywhere or doing anything if he is in a state where he is unobserved. 
He does, however, exist on the material plane. That can be proven. Foxtrot, on the other hand, does not have a body. Foxtrot exists entirely in dreams. Huh. That's certainly... How he was captured, you're not really sure. Ellie. Yes? How are Foxtrot and I contained, given their unique qualities? Agent Foxtrot and Agent I are contained using very, very special methods. Agent I is contained through constant observation. Agent Foxtrot is contained through entrapment. He is maintained within a single body, a single sleeping individual, and barred from leaving. Mm. My records indicate that this is how he was obtained. I see. And the machine, in Foxtrot's case, the machine works so uh, through the body of the sleeping person, the the one that can remove and restore memory or identity. That is correct. Then, mm. by my records, Agent Foxtrot overrides the current consciousness, therefore can be obtained. Hmm, so... Was... Then once... And both I and the body containing Foxtrot are on level 4, correct? Basement level 4? That is incorrect. It isn't? They are currently in the field. They are? They were moved half an hour ago. (laughs) Timing-wise, would that basically be just before Eld arrived? You've been here for a little while. Like, you've been hiding out here for a while. Oh, in that case... The last couple hours. Has Eld uh, restored any shocks in the meantime, then? Uh, yeah, yeah, you restored. You you, you restored one shock to every location. Okay. (sighs) Shit. Do you know where they were sent? I do not... My contractor, however, does. Who is your contractor? Mr. Thon. Of course. Do you know when they'll be back? I do not. Eld's pretty depressed because he realizes he basically blew his chance to recover them, since no doubt they won't, no doubt they won't be ordered back until he's either gone or captured. Um, the uh, you notice that Zero looks very unhappy too. He's kind of tensed quite a bit. I apologize, but may I inquire, who are you? I have accounted for Rogue Contractor, no. But I have not accounted for his friend or yourself. I guess the name you'd most likely know me by would be The Reaper. The Reaper? Mm. And 
Who is Nell's friend? She is my friend, actually. She is... He looks at Kagiko as if to ask permission to give out her name. Kagiko looks a little nervous, but it's up to you in, in the end. I guess you can just refer to her as my knight. I see. May I inquire? Will you be offended if I examine database records on the Reaper? I do not wish to offend. I... Yeah, he... I... I have no right to be offended by whatever you find there. Very well. Reaper. Entries found. Three. Single entry. The Reaper. Name and identification. Eldred Tsukimono. Ellie just says. Entry found. The Reaper. Identification. Eldred Tsukimono. Age. 16. He'd actually be 17 by now. Uh, age. 17. What's uh, his height? Because she, she starts listing off. I guess not so important. She just starts listing off like his exact height, exact date of birth, exact weight. Well, his 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 weight last time he was in a doctor's. His yeah. weight has probably changed since then for various reasons. Yeah, his though his last recorded weight. Weight height, yeah. Uh, um, then uh, then 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 uh, continues. Documented companion. Unknown species considered a shadow. Theoretical existence within the in-between. Hello, Mr. Sukimoto. My name is Ellie. Indeed. I don't suppose there's a way clear yet. The way is currently clearing. Alright. Oh, there is more files here. One moment, please. Last observed... Traveling with Scott Fall, Manny Ward, Neil Ward, also known as N616, Emma Verbond. I see. May I ask you a question? Go ahead. How is my brother doing? Your brother? Who is your brother? I'm going to cut away. <sighs> that point. Manny. Yeah. You are uh you're sitting on the curb hugging Eddie. He's he's kind of in bad shape. He's just gonna keep hugging him and you know, patting his back. Give me a notice check. Alright. Rains plus notice Plus Eddie, why not? We'll make it a full ten dice. Two sevens. Two sevens. Uh, it's a very subtle thing. You feel like a small prick against your back. He moves his hand to his back. Uh, Eddie's hands are around your back, and you, you hear him just be like, "Sorry, can sorry be." What? What? What was that? Just, just chill, man. Just, what did? What did you do? Just fucking chill for me. How do things feel right now? Uh, really cloudy. You have about a second. Why? I told you, man. 
Dagging people can. And you kind of slip away as your eyes close. Cutting away. Scott, Neil, Emma, you are down below a basement. I thought we had headed back up the uh, ladder. Uh, you're yeah. still within a basement right now. You're still yeah. like you're still you're just about to head up the ladder. All right. Yeah. Everyone, give me a notice check. Okay, doc. A using relationship with uh, Emma. Is this for wow? Is this for sight? Uh, it's for hearing. Okay. Oops. Put up the, pull up the dice roller. Uh, two eight, uh, two tens. Two tens. Four eights. The both of you. The both of you are about to start climbing the ladder when you you see that Elizabeth kind of furrows her brow and looks around. Um, Emma looks between you guys, and you could have sworn you heard like a, a giggle somewhere in your vicinity. I think this area has been compromised. No, 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 no. Retreat back to the uh, to the vault. We'll head on. Can't be. Come fuck. And you see Elizabeth starts to edge a little closer to the hospice room. All right, Scott, you have to leave. And I was like, wait, what, what? What? Someone's in here. They're after us. We need to leave so so this area doesn't get fully revealed. <sighs> Shit. First time it was cursed in a long time. Let's move. She ducks her head down. All right, you start heading. You uh, start towards the ladder again. Yeah. Give me another, another notice check. Using Emma again. Uh, three tens. Three tens. All right, and I assume Neil, you're going up first. Yeah. Um. You uh. Give me a shop check. Shop. Uh. All right. Uh. What for? Uh, for dexterous movements of your hand. I'll use relationship with uh, who is, uh, uh, Ben, because guitar requires dexterous movements. Uh, two fives. Two fives. Okay. You see something dropping from above. Um, you're not able to catch it. Uh, it clinks on the ground, kind of a solid metal object, but you know exactly what it was. That was a familiar thing. To happen, a grenade just fell down 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 the hole. Shit. Uh. But it isn't a full grenade. It's more like a canister or something. Everyone, hold your breath. Give me a give me a wind check, everyone. I do I get a bonus since I? No. Well, I get. You just you just know what it is. Alright, my good plus twenty seven using relationship with Manny. Oh, that's why nobody's durable. heard me because I'm I'm muted. So the thing I kept asking was, so so I didn't get any indication that something bypassed my wards that I'd set up in the house. Oh, because uh, I set up two. Give me I'd set up two of those. Give me an think check. All right. Uh, that's ninety. I'm drawn on Mr. Wizard. Um, sixes. Sixes. You are not getting an indication that that, that anything has broken your wards. All right, which do I want, height or width? Because I got, uh, like, five fives and two sixes. I don't think it matters how well you hold your breath. I think it just matters how long you can do it. Okay, so five fives. 
Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Wind. Ugh. That's a skill he doesn't have. Um. He'll draw on death. That's not a great roll. Eights. Eights. Eights and sevens. Okay. okay. Charlie. Yeah. Do you have anything? Do you, do you have anything other than pi fives? Uh, two sixes. Two sixes. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. post this in the chat so you're not mad. Well, I do believe that just defeated all of us. Yeah, but it will probably just do damage. If you actually have to roll for it. All of you are feeling really tired. So how much? Neil, stuff? you're the least tired. Um, as a smoke begins to fill the area. Um, uh, everyone can give me a notice check real quick. Alright, do we take any shocks on that? No. Since you actually roll damage for it? Well, he didn't roll damage, you just made a, you made roll a roll. Damage, it's so. a useful quality. Yeah. Everything rolls dice in this game, Charlie. Yeah, but, uh... Seems like the thing that would roll actually damage, given what shocks are. Yeah. It could just be like the sucrose part gas, though. Which is just, you get knocked out after three rounds. <laughs> Uh, uh let's see. sevens using relationship with Emma. Uh damn it, four four three fours. Speaking of, Emma starts Emma starts coughing. Um she 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 covers her, her mouth and start and starts coughing uh really, really hard, trying to not breathe but it's not working. Um she didn't hold her breath in time. Um Neil, you're holding your breath but a lot has gone through. So um like what penalties do I take? What? You you know that you're gonna be out if this is sleeping gas. All right. Um, with Scott's last uh, action, he notices Emma. He notices Emma coughing. He pulls out his wand, invisibles her. Oh, and also the notice checks. The two of you notice um, that Elizabeth actually comes out of comes out. Um, she has she has a gun in hand. She slides it back. Um, and then you do observe something. Um. You notice what looks like a a child is behind her. Um, he has thick black hair. His eyes are a bizarre black sclera, um, and his his face is practically whitewashed. Um, Elizabeth doesn't notice him, and he gets a napkin around her face. Do I notice this from you, the? You, you, you both. Oh, yeah, you both. I guess. Yeah. You both notice this. Um, Hear, you hear him giggle. Scott, take care of him. I'm going up. Right, right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, I already declared that my action was uh, invisible in Emma. So. Okay. Give me a uh, give me a roll for it. All right. Drawing on Emma for obvious reasons. Okay. Uh, sevens. Sevens. Okay. Um, Emma kind of holds on to you. And then you he just kind of he just kind of whispers go. Do you give her like a little push and then invisible her? Yeah. She starts as she continues coughing. Yeah. Um. The intent being that when she passes out in a corner, they'll be it'll be hard to find her. Mm. Um. The 
this is that point that um, you, you, Emma disappears as she kind of starts caving to the floor. You see um, Elizabeth struggles for a moment and then falls to her knees. Um, the giggling boy standing above her. He looks like he's wearing um, a black and white jumpsuit, like prison stripes. Um, and at that point, Neil starts to. It's at that point that that. So Neil, you climb up the. You 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 quickly climb up the ladder. Um, there are you can you can see as you as you as you climb up the ladder, coughing, um, smoke not filling the tunnel. Uh, or gas not filling the tunnel. Um, you see that there are about uh easily three people standing around the hole. Yeah. They're armed guards. Yeah. Actually, before. Uh, he actually engages. He's gonna put his hand into the phone, his pocket, open up the uh, community cell phone, test Manny and SOS, and I'll split actions if I can do that, and then start beating these guys up. Okay, sure. <laughs> and since 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 you would be particularly put off by that mechanic, I'll I'll, I'll let you have a burn. All right. Yeah, I don't I want to put. I, I don't want to put anyone. <laughs> basically. No, I I. I... It's mostly I just want Neil the opportunity to beat someone up and then get knocked out. Okay. Like, it's how he would. It makes the most sense since he was above the gas and stuff. Okay. I was I was I was I was just saying you you can't actually escape it. Yeah, I know. But I can I beat these people up. Didn't want to be super slow. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. All right. So do I ha- do they declare first? Uh. In 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 this round, um. Neil, you can. You're at, you're at you're at the top. If you're going to if you're going to uh, text real quick and then try and get out there to punch a dude, you're gonna be yeah. splitting three actions. All right. Yeah. Um. The text. Get up. Punch a dude. All right. Yeah. And since he doesn't have combat senses, he can't tell these people have any supernatural uh, defenses. So he's going to stick with plain punching. Okay. Um. And for Scott, what are you gonna do? This guy's going to put one hand on the hilt of his sword and just like, I'm so sick and fucking tired of this! And scream at, scream at this guy while charging at him, drawing the blade out. Okay. So I'm splitting action between the scream, (laughs) splitting action between the scream and fucking murdering this guy. Okay. Um, So... Uh, the, also drawing uh, on my relationship with uh, I'll draw on my relationship with uh, death again. Why not? Okay. Um, so uh, what's going to happen upstairs? Um, what's going to happen upstairs is uh, the um, the shock team. Is uh, the, the the shock team is uh, going to um, apprehend this child? They're going to attempt to apprehend this child that, that's coming up coming out from the ladder. Um, and this giggling boy is going to dodge. Can't dodge sound. Yeah, he'll find a way. Let's see. All right. So okay. Uh. I guess roll punching. Yep. Minus uh two. Minus minus uh yeah minus two putting three actions. I, uh, I'll actually I'll also uh put a relationship with Manny. 
So back up to full. All right. Uh, since it's an uh, attack, uh, four fours. I mean three fours. Okay. For Scott. Let's see. Um, two by eight on the scream and. Oh, well, no, only one of these, I can only use one of the awesome times two pools. So, two by eight on the scream, um, and two by, uh, two by nine, uh, not only times one, wicked fast times two on sword. Okay. Um, note, note those in the chat for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so what happens is, uh, what happens is, um, Neil, you are you are um, you are you are grabbed, and you are incapable of fleeing for four turns. Right. Um, as someone grabs you from behind, as you get up, and they hold on to you, um, you throw a punch straight forward. Um, you, th- you, th- you throw a punch straight forward, uh, just punching one of the one of the people that. That have that have grabbed you, you you, you, uh, you hit him right in the face. There's while you're up there, you see there's almost a dozen people down in this basement. They're all armed. Uh, the person you punched stumbled back. Um, Scott, the giggling boy, uh, gives like he he goes to take a step back, um, but he he doesn't disappear. Uh, he stumbles to the side and then um you cut down uh with your with uh with the sword um cutting straight down uh cutting straight down uh that's you 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 hit him in the side of the head basically um and he as as he's stumbling and he stumbles even harder hits the ground um but he's still sort of giggling. Um, I'll call for a notice check on Scott's end. Uh, Sight-based? Yes. All right. Uh, Tense. Um, The kid's expression, uh, as he's bleeding from the side of his head here and on the ground, um, he looks terrified by the look in his eyes. He looks terrified. There are tears in his eyes, but everything else about him betrays that. He's still smiling. He's still he's still he's still giggling. There's something distinctly wrong here. All right. Um, how's Liz looking? She's very well unconscious. Take another three shots. Where's your gun? <laughs> uh, her gun has dropped to the floor. Let's see. <sighs> All right, take three shocks, knocked out. Brains, so we're d- down to hands at three. Admittedly, magic sword's probably better than gun. <laughs> um, let's see. It's just a twenty-two pistol. Okay. Um, well, Scott doesn't know. It's it's, it's small. It's a gun. You no longer see Emma. Yeah. <laughs> attacker, attacker is down. He doesn't look like he's getting back up. Scott's taking. What were all the places here? Wasn't there a panic room of sorts? There was no panic room. This is a panic room. Mm, um, You're inside of the panic room. It's, it's currently compromised. Yeah, but the, the we turned the uh, thing back on when we left. No, you didn't. You didn't turn the uh, 
the uh, defense grid is not up. Elizabeth said towards the end of the last session that the defense grid, the defense grid is down so you kids can leave. Let's see. Yeah, but um, we are, I thought we were in the basement where the we slide out the... No, the defense grid, you're, the defense you're, grid's you're up, still it's the... above the... Okay, so I'm in the basement in there. We're in the, the... the sub-basement, yeah. Yes. Mm. Let's see. Um... Scott will... Neil's climbed up the right. ladder. <sighs> Scott... You hear the kid uh, starts to cough. Yeah, whatever, he's gone. Um... I will uh, take this time to Invisible Liz. Okay. Let's see. Uh, drawing on all the magics. Let's see. What is my... Where is my invisibility power? Oh, it's three. Or it's my hands. She said three. Drawn on Mr. Wizard. Okay. Um, and Neil, you take another three shocks. Wait, I... I just took one when I went up. Yeah, he didn't get an action yet. That was something. You've taken a total of six shocks so far. Okay. I'm at eight. Just leave it at that. Um, so, yeah, it's the next round? Yes. Uh, okay. That's what I was getting at. Um, Scott, you're going to use this round to, to try an invisible Liz. Uh, Neil, you're going to... You're going to. Uh, I'm gonna use grapple to wrestle to uh actually uh use wrestle to throw the guy who's grabbing me in the way of anyone else to try to shoot me and then uh, elbowing the guy who's grabbing me in the face so splitting actions and and then uh using a relationship with uh my my fighting freak friend uh Manny. Okay. They're 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 going to they're they're going to take a syringe and stab it into you. That's what Neil's gonna hoping they stab into the other guy. Okay, roll it. All right, uh, three tens for the uh wrestle, uh, two twos for the uh for the punching and elbowing. Okay. Um. Oh, actually, two by nine for invisible. I forgot that has awesome times too. <laughs> True enough. Okay. Uh, uh, so Neil, um, you uh, so okay, you what what'd you roll again? Put it in the chat, please. All right. Combat and whatnot. Okay. Um, you take another. You take another four shocks to. I didn't get in time. Seven, uh, which is hands, please. Yeah. Yes. Um, they they rolled five sevens. Uh. Well, I, since I rolled high, I got to, I get to uh, shirk the damage, right? No, it's only wire. The, the wrestling, you, yeah, it's it's that's 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 their attack against you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were trying to get out of the grass, so they were no longer tangling you. Right. Um, I know. I was actually trying. to Yeah, but it, they have if they have you you have to if you beat their height but not their width, then nothing happens. If you beat their width but not their height, you can shrug okay, the damage. Okay. Yeah. But I was just yeah that. You do it great. It you takes, just do it, it a little too slow. Yeah. You, you you almost have it, but they get a syringe um, in, in, into the uh, the back of your your forearm um, before you're able to actually pull your weights. Um, you you feel even lighter. Um, you then uh, throw your elbow, uh, knocking one of them to the side. Per- the the other person that that just stabbed you with a syringe, throw your elbow into them. They they take a step back. 
All right, but it, the guy is now in the way of them and from them and the uh. Yeah, he's 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 now on the way. Um, right. But you're feeling really really tired. Beginning beginning, beginning of next rounds, uh, Scott, you take another three shocks. You nearly take another three shocks. Yep. Um. Got one last trick left. <laughs> Elizabeth is now invisible. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm declaring then. Yeah. Uh, turn the door to the uh to the hospice center invisible. And that make it actually wait. Easy. Yeah, that would. I'm trying to. I, I was thinking. Damn it! I need something that makes it makes. I'm trying to figure out how to make it look like the wall, but I don't have that. You do not have that power now. You could run in and. Uh... Yeah. Then there's just floating covers and a whole bunch of machines hooked up to an invisible person. Um. Let's see. Uh, I'd ward it, but that's pointless. Um, because they can make it past the wards. You could make yourself invisible. Yeah, but then everybody else would be kidnapped, and I wouldn't know what to do. Um, not the people you turned invisible. Let's see. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'll. Um. Man. Wish this was more offensive magic. Fucking. You have an offensive power. Yeah, I just wanted to set up something like explosive wards, so if they try and come in and get Demetrius, they just get fucked in the face. Um. Let's see. Uh. Hmm. Oh, I'll. Oh, I'll. Um. Let's see. Yeah. Hide the sword. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll. Sheath the, sheath the sword um, and invisible that. Uh, do I still have the one button? The button to communicate. Yeah, the long distance communication button. Do I only have one yeah. of those? The other one, Neil had, I believe. Damn. Well, whatever. Um, actually, uh, that's what I'll do. My last action, I'll reach in and th- uh, reach in and throw the button down on the floor. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and put my wand back in my sleeve and hope they don't. Frisk me, which they will. <laughs> okay. Um, upstairs, Neil. What are you doing? All right. So this guy's in the wait, so they can't make any att- like they have. Uh, they 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 can reach around him. All right. Uh, then I'll do a wrestle to keep thrashing him into the path of them uh attacking, and also make a kick check to You're kick gonna... this guy in the groin who's uh grabbing me. Okay. Um, they're going to reach around and tase you because this shit hasn't taken you down yet. You're obviously a pretty tough kid. Also, I take another three. Take another three. Yeah, so hold on. I'm glad need to that they it, haven't uh... started using those guns they have with them. <laughs> Fun fact they have firearms. They have deadly firearms. They haven't used them on yeah, yet. Cause it's yeah, because it's while we capture us alive. All right, uh, so I have to make my three count roll. You know, let's see. Uh, use relationship with Eld. I haven't seen him freak out yet. Too bad. That might change one day, but. Alright, I make my three count roll and uh now use my uh so now roll. Yeah. Roll. Alright, so yeah. Alright. Using relationship again with uh Manny. Uh let's actually let me just so They did not roll nearly as well this time. Alright, so I use the lowest so there's times they were getting four and five sets with awesome times too. Alright, I only made one sec. I'm gonna use this on the rassle to make him sure he this guy gets tased with me, uh four sevens. Four sevens. Um, yes, they tase their own man. 
Right. Yeah. He 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 lets out he lets out a cry as he shakes and then goes limp. Yeah, he's no longer grabbing me. He's no longer grabbing you. They're, they 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 have surrounded you. They still effectively have you tangled for another two rounds. Um, but you you have it you have it you have this you have an unconscious man in your arms. He's been tased pretty hard. I mean, I guess Scott doesn't need to roll anything for what he's doing. Scott does not need to roll anything for what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing I can do to get Demetrius. Okay. Um, I take so, another, hmm? take, oh, another take another three. Scott, you take another three. Yeah, actually, there is something I could do, but it would take more time than I have. Okay, how many shocks do you have left? Um, how many? How many at, have left let's see. I'm at two. I have I mean three. Uh, dice I have left total is like nine. I have three dice left. Um, you have. You you have nine dice left, really? Scott has a lot of Scott has a. Do you, you realize how much experience Scott has gotten? Oh, good God! He has five and two stats, four and two stats, and three and one stat. Oh my! No, that might just be enough time to turn the both uh, uh, Dimitri's and the bed she's sleeping in uh, invisible. Yeah. If 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 you, if you wish, you could just take the full last of your actions to do that yeah my other plan which i realized i'd need like minutes for which i don't have is to put her put her in that weird cryo tank and then make that invisible <laughs> okay um, i don't think i have enough time to do that you, you don't if you're, if you're going to try to turn uh demi invisible and i'll turn yeah i'll turn make... i'll turn her and the uh i'll turn her and her uh and Try and turn as much of her equipment invisible as I can, and hope that people just assume that the beeping is coming from the room. <laughs> yeah, um, and hope these guys don't have thermal vision. We don't know how invisible so, this is. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, um, you can just take the last of your actions here to do that. It, 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 it will take you long enough to, to turn her invisible that you're you're not going to be conscious afterwards. All right. Uh, hands is already hands is already out, so everything else I roll here is at the same amount. So okay, uh, uh, tens actually. Tens, all right. That's that's the best you could possibly ask for. Yeah. Um, and uh, Scott, by the time you finish <sighs> making everything invisible that would possibly link to Dimitris, I'll say you even turn off the machine, like the machine that's beeping. That's, that's monitoring her heart. Yeah, turn up. A heart, a heart monitor doesn't actually. Yeah, it's just it's there for diagnostic purposes. Yeah. You turn that off, and there's no longer any noise. Oh right, because she's she, um, yeah, because it's her keeping her alive. She's not hooked up to any machines or anything. She's hooked, she's hooked up hooked up to machines that are trying to that that are trying to siphon blood and trying to clean her blood, but it's not really working. Yeah. They don't really make any noise. Yeah. Um, you turn everything. Here, invisible, and by the end of it, you're 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 too exhausted. The gas has filled the room. You fall to your knees. And... Yeah, it's a very Harry Potter esque moment, fittingly enough. And and you you fall to your knees and, and collapse. Neil, you have one last action here. What are you gonna do? All right, Neil just remembered something. Does Neil have Eld's phone number? Can Neil text Eld too? Because Eld was already gonna rescue people. Maybe. You don't have enough time to text out. Damn. You could text that is something that takes entirely more than six seconds. Unless yeah. you're going to text him A, 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 A. You could, you, 
text him a single word. That's all you know, he needs. You, you, you know you, you, you know you know you know yourself. You you don't have enough time to text a full sentence or a full message. All word is when only one word is what he needs. What is it? I mean, help. Okay, that's 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 that, that's uh, your last action. You fall to your knees after the phone hitting the floor, as you do as well. Cutting now to Eld. As the only conscious remaining member of the party. Eld, uh, you're, you're you're speaking with Ellie. She uh, she 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 replies. Um, you'd asked who her brother is. Mm-hmm. She replies, Edward Turkins. Edward Turkins. Everyone Wait. calls him Eddie. Eddie? He's your brother? That is correct. Wait, do you mean you weren't originally an AI? That is correct. You were... Did they do this to you using that machine? That is incorrect. They could not keep my body alive, so they removed my brain. Seems unusually nice of them. My brain was also destroyed, but my programming remains the same. It is an exact copy of what information my brain contained. I see. Ellie... Is there anything you'd like to tell your brother if I see him again? I love you. Alright. And I miss you. Please come visit me again. Uh, Again? Has Eddie been here before? That is correct. Does... And he really doesn't want to ask this question, but he has to. Does Eddie work for your contractor that is correct oh i'd almost want to say that just before she answers that eld gets a text that just says help (laughs) yeah that would actually be kind of fitting i don't know that eld's going to get any messages under here unless they get have really uh, underground bunkers don't tend to have the best cell phone respect they have wi-fi and stuff Zach Sometimes. does have a good point, though. Uh, Wi-Fi, yes. Cell phone reception, not so much. Look, it's a cor- look, it's a corporation run by run by a sea run by a sea monster god. They can do whatever. Yeah, he they won't could... get the text unless he's up a few more floors. He's currently at the lowest floor. Yeah, he's five floors underground. Could could the AI intercept it? Don't. Yeah, it's okay. Worry about it then. Um. <laughs> Eld resists the urge to make noise by kicking the wall because he's getting pretty agitated. I apologize. Security appears to be more active now. They currently do not know where you are. However, one moment, please. Uh-oh. She goes quiet. Yeah, Eld will turn to zero and go. We might have to get ready to move again. Yeah, might. Eddie was the blonde kid. Yeah, he was. Shit. The one telling Neil how 
not to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I knew something seemed odd about him. Really? <laughs> I knew it was... I thought it was strange how he just suddenly started tagging along with us, but he and Manny became friends so quickly, and then, you know, he went through so much with us, I just assumed. Probably earning your trust. Also, Nate, if you didn't see it in the chat earlier, I do want to remind you that L had requested that Ellie uh, inform oh, yeah. him anyone told his location. I, I recall okay. that. Okay. I have that I have that noted. Any, in, in, any lasting requests that you've made with Ellie are noted. So I don't forget them. Awesome. Um, Kayako kind of furrows her brow and is just like, but Master, he never, he never seemed as if he was lying. People give off a different kind of scent when they're lying. It's just very small, but it happens. Then maybe, maybe he's also a victim of that machine. That machine, at least that it lets Leviathan take control of kids. I thought, I assumed that meant that they he was completely in control at all times, but maybe it just means instead that if he can just take control when he wants to, then it could be, and if they can mess with memories or something, I mean, he himself might not even have even known. Uh, suddenly. That's just what I want to believe, though. Suddenly you hear Ellie's voice again. <laughs> I am back. I apologize for the wait. I see. What's going on? Security is preparing for prisoner transport. Prisoner transport? Who's being transported? I am unsure. Unsure? I mean, aren't all the prisoners here... I'm assuming you know who all the prisoners here are. I am. However, database entries have not yet been added. The process will be only 15 to 20 minutes before database entries are fully completed. Wait, so does that mean there are new prisoners? That is correct. Is, Ellie, do we have a safe route out of here yet? That is incorrect. Ellie. Yes? Do you have... Are there any monitors we can get to? Like TVs, something that you can display images over? Within chambers on this floor, that is correct. Are there any that we can get to safely without uh, alerting security? There is no security upon my floor. This is because the process would probably kill them. I see. Are there any that we can get to safely, then? It is impossible. For 100% guaranteed safety. The process provides a... 61.789% chance of failure. Failure is death via nerve gas. I apologize. I cannot turn it off. Damn. If you are willing to take the less than 39% chance, it is possible. It is just not advisable. Right. So, in order to get anywhere on this 
floor other than the elevator, we'd risk going through nerve gas. Is that right? That is correct. These defenses are in place for my protection. Can they be lowered in the case that whatever is going through is not a threat to you? They can only be lowered by my contractor. I see. The defense grid was his idea. How prudent. If we get through the defense grid, then we have direct access to where you're stored, right? That is correct. To reach my current, to, to reach my storage, however, is a much higher chance of death. Right. No, I wasn't thinking of the storage itself. I was thinking, Ellie. May I inquire? Do you wish to remove me? No, I was actually. Oh. Unless you, do you want to be removed from here? I am not permitted to answer that question. Give me not think check. I think Eld's going to figure out it anyway. But... You can figure it out anyway, but well, actually, I think you'll remember. I'll think you a... is better. Uh, Let's give you the tail here. Two fives. Why has she been so helpful to you? Yeah, that's pretty much Ellie. And I'll understand if you can't answer this, but you don't want to actually work for your contractor, do you? I cannot answer that question. I apologize. Ellie. What are the chances that we could get somewhere where we could disable? Is there any? So there's nowhere down here where we can disable the nerve gas. Is that that's correct? That is correct. Is there somebody? Is there somewhere we can get down here to change your programming? Say remove restrictions on what you can and can't say and can and can't do. It is possible. You would need the administrator key. That is held by my contractor. And I suppose he carries it with him. If he does not, then it is within his office. Where is your contractor's office? His penthouse is located on the final floor of the Megacorp, of the Megacorp Ithaca headquarters. Uh, of course. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, he'll turn to zero and go. What I was thinking originally was that you can go you can go to any source of light so long as you can see it, right? And that includes through images, video. Right. So if we can get to a TV, you at least can get out of here. Yes, I can. I can't bring you with me though. If I'm going that way. I know. If my worries are correct, I'm going to have a lot to do. But at the very least, you need to get out and tell our people, warn someone, let them know what's going on. And if we can get, there might even be people here on their way here. If we can, I let people know. What about you? I think they may have captured some of my friends, some of my friends and... If possible, I want to help Ellie. I have a lot of business to take care of here, but (laughs) good as make a car, they can't eliminate all the shadows. That is correct, Master. Zero just sort of folds his arms over his chest and nods his head. 
That sounds like it's going to be very hmm, risky, though. Ellie. Yes. What are the chances someone? What are the chances that someone can make it out if uh, would be would survive if all it took was for them to get into a room and see an image displaying somewhere outside of this facility? Is this a still or active image? Uh, I think it has to be video. He looks to zero for confirmation. Zero nods his head. Yeah, it needs to be video. To reach my cameras and monitors, you will have to reach the central control room. I can guide you. The process is very dangerous, though. How dangerous? As I said before, there is less than a 39% chance of inevitable demise. The process, does it require someone to be especially graceful then to avoid setting off the... That is correct. You have some information on my knight here, correct? That is correct. What are her chances of getting through? Her chances... Her chances of getting through without casualty is 89.77%. Her chances of getting through unharmed is zero. Damn. But when without casualty, you mean it's not likely to kill her. Nerve gas cannot possibly kill her. But it can knock her out. That is correct. And if it knocks her out with what I'm planning, I'll trails off. He imagines Zero can guess what his idea was, and therefore the risks involved. <laughs> Zero shudders a little. <sighs> this brings your chances... This brings your chances of failure to 11%. Right. Well, I know there's probably a lot more variables involved, but our chances of getting out of here or otherwise remaining or otherwise not getting captured without going into your central control room, what are the chances of that? Chance of capture. Leaving without without use of undefined special ability. 100%. The three of you have been identified as anomalies and will be assaulted by security upon sight. And if we can remain out of sight? If they request me to detect you, I will have to. Right. If they request me to track you, I will have to. And I'm guessing... Would I be correct? She sounds a little sad when she says that. If I... And I'm guessing... uh, I'm guessing that... Though you can do what I ask. If I ask you to do something that would say... Lock out security or something from contacting you or... uh, I cannot do that. I apologize. I understand. This will require a change in programming. And to do that, we'd need to get to your central chamber. That is correct. With the administrator's key. With the administrator's key. Ellie? Yes? What would you do in our shoes? I am uncertain. I know only what I would do in my own present situation. I cannot do that. 
I have been locked from destroying myself. El looks very, very sad. Ellie, I want you to know something. Yes? If I can find a way to free you, maybe even... I don't know, with all the tech around here, maybe we can even get you something of a body again. I'm not sure. If I can do that, I will. You're just as much of a victim, I suspect, as anyone, any one of us here. But I ask that you please, even if a chance comes up, don't self-terminate. May I inquire why? Why? My existence perpetuates the slavery of my brother. And what if your existence no longer did that? Then he would be free. And then you wouldn't have to self-terminate. I am now a machine. I do not wish to be a machine. But my body is dead. <sighs> I know it seems impossible, but... I'm pretty well-traveled, honestly, and there are a lot of impossible-seeming things in this world. So, try not to lose hope. I am not programmed to hope. But you still have your personality, right? That is correct. That means you have feelings, and that means you can have hope. I see. I have calculated what I would do, given my personality, if I were in your position. And what would that be? I would proceed to the central control room. I see. There is only an 11% chance of failure. This is directly Certainly. contrary. To all other to all other options, which have a much higher percent chance of failure. Yeah, and then he'll turn and look at zero. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to have to get in shadow, aren't I? You are. I know you're not going to like that, but look at it this way: if getting if the worst result of this is that you spend some time in the shadows, you're really really lucky. Okay, let's do this. All right. Kageko? She nods her head. Then you both sink into darkness. Yep. He doesn't even have to say anything. She's long figured out what he what needs to be done, I suppose. Yeah, she's she knows you well. You you you, you kind of hear an echo of her saying, Where is it I must go? And you start hearing Ellie dictate directions. And okay, so uh, how this process is going to work? Um, roll some kind of movement for Cargo. Easy enough. Uh, that would be her shadow fast legs. Yes. Um, does she have a defensive ability on that? Yes, she does. Then roll that. Okay. Would it? This... Would the fact that she also has tough on? I'm guessing it wouldn't make any difference here. No. Cause... Um. So to describe the mechanics here, there's going to be a total of there, there's there's going to be a certain amount of time this, time this is going to happen. You're going to be making you're, you're going to be making a set amount of defense rolls. Right. And once it's over, it's over. Uh, so long as Kageko isn't knocked out by all these rolls. So long as Kageko isn't knocked out by these rolls, you're fine. <laughs> basically, yep. This is the well, most ideal way of taking this. Otherwise, it would be you yourself doing this. Oh yes, I'm aware, and Eld would stand no chance. His feet plus PE is four dice. I mean, as it, I least. mean, as it stands, Zach's rolling, so we're still pretty screwed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you guys are just captured. If I fail this, I die. <laughs> 
Nerve gas does suck. All right. All right. They don't take risks here. But risks need to be taken. And Hellefeld's right. going to let everything go to shit on his watch more than it already has. Okay, so, uh... More defense. We're feeding Kageko relationships. First is going to be Remy, because this is quite possibly the ballsiest thing he's ever participated in. You want to... Uh, he does a lot of dangerous way. things. He doesn't tend to do things that outright... That will just flat out say, if you fail, you die. This is the ballsiest thing I've ever done. So, roll, and you want width. I hope Wicked Fast still counts. It does, yes. Alright. Okay. Um, Kaiko takes five shocks to a uh, penumbral figure. Shit. Well, his relationship with Remy's in crisis. You... Lose you you lose points lose, in the relationship before you for, take shocks to the yep. Okay. Um, Incidentally, this means Kageko takes no damage. Does the tough does the tough apply before the relationships though? Uh, tough does not actually apply to this particular role. Sadly, I would argue it still should. Um, tough does not. Tough does not apply to relationships. Right, um, but it uh, well, okay. Will will it repl- will it apply to the leftover damage at least? It'll apply to leftover damage, yeah. Okay, then Kageko actually doesn't take damage because she has tough times three in that location. Okay. So the two damage after Eld's relationship with Remy is shocked out is uh is right. uh make make another. We feed uh yeah, he'll feed her his relationship with his parents. Okay. Because he's doing this in order to save a lot of lives. I know you can do this, Kageko. You just hear kind of Kageko breathing as she's running. Yeah. Oh, I wish number of sets counted for things, because I rolled three sets, but... Okay, uh... Kageko takes the equivalent of four shocks to Heart of Darkness. All right. Um, well, again, three of those are... Three of those go to Eld's relationship. That's that's good. I'm glad. Another in crisis, so she loses one in Heart of Darkness. Then okay, and make one more. Um, sure, his relationship with Manny because he suspects that he is one of those lives he's also going to be imminently trying to save. One more roll. Okay. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, Kayako is fine. I just want you to yeah. know that I, that, that, that I was rolling really, really well. I know you were, because I was taking I, four and five shocks of damage. And I was regretting it. I was really, really regretting it. With a lot of wicked fast and not, yeah. well, first roll, not terrible height. The, la- the last one was three by ten. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. This is gonna suck. Um, okay. So, uh, you hear Kaiyu kind of take a deep breath. Say, Master, I am here. Oh, Kageko. All right. Um, double check with Ellie to make sure it's safe for us to come out. You hear, you hear, you hear, uh, Kaiyu speaking to Ellie briefly. It is currently safe. Defense is to central control room. 
have been passed. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and he'll bring Zero out of the shadows. Well, yeah, he I'm brings Zero out of the shadow. He well. shivers a little. Are you alright, Kageko? I am mostly unharmed, Master. I'm glad. Nerve gas might not be able to kill you, but I can't imagine it's a pleasant experience, nevertheless. See her, she, she coughs, but she seems okay. How about you, Zero? I'm... I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, you look around you, you're in a central, you're, you're in a central control room. Um, this okay. is a circular room, whitewash room. There are computer monitors on every side of the room. It's very large. Um, there's stations. They're, they're almost like battle stations in a way. And, uh, they're all on. Uh, you hear, you hear, uh, Ellie say, may I inquire? Which camera feed do you wish me to to, activa- needs, to to activate? It needs to be one of outside, and it needs to be one ideally with very few people around to observe in it. To observe camera feed, still... Ithaca outskirts. Please direct your attention to the northernmost to the, to the northernmost monitor. See, this, the, the, all of these monitors have been on standby, but all the computers are running. Mm-hmm. These are supercomputers. These are, these are these are all like tons of wires coming out of them. They're huge towers. Um, there's usually a dozen stations here. Um, and the, uh, the northernmost monitor flicks on. You see a black and white camera feed um, of the woods. You can kind of see a road off to the way off to the right. He'll he'll turn to zero and go, well, there you go. I can make it out this way. Eld, you're going to be all right. Eld actually gives him a small smile. I'm currently in their I am currently in their central control room, and the only person who can reach me and who can disable the defenses to reach me is the is the guy whose card I need. I think I'll be fine. He he smiles in return. <laughs> okay. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. Stay safe, whatever happens. Of course. And you see, he's gone. In a blink. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Uh, Al, do you like kind of sit down at one of the computers at that point and see what all you can even do? Pretty much. Yeah. He wants to see what he can control from here. Okay. Um. All right, so you sit down to see what you can do. Then I'm going to cut away. Okay. Manny! Yay! Do I wake up in a horrible position? Uh, you wake up in some bushes. In some bushes? Yeah. They tossed me in some bushes? I wasn't even good enough to kidnap? Um. This it's better than waking up in a garbage disposal. Can't. You are, you're, you're basically in the bushes of some, of someone's lawn. Um, it's... Not hedges, it's just uh, some some uh, flowering brush, uh, a, a, a a winter flower. Um, not quite in the snow. The the brush is covered in most of that. Uh, give me a notice check as you start to climb out of the brush. All right, notice two sevens. Two sevens. Weird. Uh, do you have something in your pocket that wasn't there before? Sits up. How's he feel? 
You're a little lightheaded, a little woozy, but that's you feel like that's going to be you feel you feel it coming out. Ugh. Looks at his pocket. Look in your pocket. You have a note. He opens up the note and does his best to read it. It's kind of scrawled. The handwriting's pretty bad. Um, but you get, you get, you get, you get, you get uh, I'm sorry. This was the most I could do for you. I didn't want you guys to come here. I was just saving you I could. If you hate me, I understand. I'd hate me too. If you want to find me, beat me up, whatever it is, you can. I don't suggest it, but you can. What I suggest is that you leave. This is your chance. If I can save at least one person here today, then okay. And he gives you an address and time. He says, if you're not going to leave and you want to get some revenge, I'll be here. Otherwise, please go. Please go home. Please save yourself. I'm truly, deeply sorry. Signed, Eddie Turkins. Checks his pockets. Does he still have his wallet, phone? You have everything. He looks at his phone. Does he have any messages? Uh, did anyone leave many messages? Yeah, Neil. First thing Neil did, SOS. Great. You have a message from Neil. Set at what time and what time is it now? Uh, it appears to have been um, that, that that appears to have been about two hours ago. It's evening now. The time that Eddie. The time that Eddie uh, gave you for, for that address is at, uh, it's at 10 o'clock. And it's... It's about 5.30. I put my address... I put that address he gives me into my phone and search for it. Uh, you find... Uh, you, you, find you find a, uh, a warehouse. Mega Corp Distributions. It's in Ithaca. So I remember Eld saying he was going to a warehouse. Yeah. So would it be safe to assume that if I go to find Eddie, I might actually find Eld too, and possibly wherever my friends are? Right. Um, but you'll only find Eddie around 10. He'll look around his surroundings. He doesn't really recognize the place, but can he assume? He'll stand up. Okay. Give me a notice check. Try to put this tracking to work. Okay. Two eights. Two eights. Uh, you aren't too far from where Eddie must have knocked you out. You aren't too far from that. Right. So the house where his friends were in. Not too far away. Just a block and a half away. So I'll check that first. Okay. You go to the former house of. Uh, Scott Ball, the Elder, current house of Elizabeth Mazia. Um, and uh, you go there, um, the door is shut. Not locked, but shut. He'll look in the window. Doesn't seem to be one in there. He'll go in. Okay, get inside. Give me a notice check. Three tens. Three tens. Uh... Three tens. This place looks pretty well trampled. Something happened here. Something bad happened here. Shit. <sighs> He'll look around, see if he sees anyone, or more importantly, any blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, see if I'll anyone see. was seriously hurt. 
I'll say, because uh, you get you get um, three tens for your notice check. Uh, there's one thing you do recalled too. One thing you did remember was that uh, Scott had put up a ward on the door. Yeah. Um, to inform them if someone came in. The wards are a string. If anything happens to pass over the string that shouldn't be passing over the string, um, it'll alert him. Scott, explain this to you. It looks like the string's been moved. How? Give me an outthink check. <laughs> All right. I'll think I remember whatever's best. I'll think's a little better. Okay. Two eights. Two eights. Eddie opened the front door. It's likely that he put a foot on the ward and moved it. Yeah. Eddie knows how it works. Yeah. It's been explained to him. Okay, he's going to search around if there's anyone in this house. All right. First floor, second floor, no one. Go to the basement. Go to the ba- basement. Uh, you see even more signs of struggle. The uh, the sort of secret door, secret passage is open. Give me a uh, notice check. All right. Two tens. So it's aired out enough that it isn't dangerous to you, but it smells like there was some kind of gas here. Do I see an em- an empty little canister? Uh, not in the basement, um, but it smells a little bit like there was some kind of gas in here. You also see a little couple splotches of blood on the floor nearby the uh, secret entrance. Yeah, he'll keep looking around, but if he smells gas, he doesn't want to risk, like, trying to sniff anyone out. Can he sense anything? Yeah, can give a hell sense. <sighs> Why are you sighing, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I, I was just sighing to... I was just breathing. Get Sorry, in. I didn't know I was unmuted. <laughs> three nines, hell sense. Three nines, like hell three sense. Sixes upside down. So, um, you sense that, uh, you sense that there, that there are invisible things. You know that, that sense. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the particular feeling of Scott's magic. And it's the same particular feeling that, 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 that you get from things that Scott has turned invisible. You got a really good health sense check. Yeah. Hmm? You get you got a really good health sense check. He'll like go to where that feeling feels particularly strong and put his hand down. Okay. Um you definitely feel like there's like like, like there are uh like, like there are three things down there. Two small, one large. No, I mean like he's gonna try to touch the invisible thing. <laughs> oh, uh it's lower. You you have to climb oh. down. Gotcha. Yeah, he'll slowly do that because he remembers something about death, instant death. Okay, you slowly climb on down. Nothing happens to you. No death. That's good. The uh, the feeling is now stronger. Yeah, he's gonna try to find wherever it is. Okay, the closest one to the ladder. You reach down and and, and touch, and it feels like a body. <gasps> he'll uh, how do I inspect something that's invisible? He'll, I don't know, try to, like, smell it, I guess, see if it's anything familiar or alive or dead. Uh, give me Bloodhound. Gotcha. Two fives. Two fives. For this one? Yeah, uh, that's Emma. She's alive. You only, you only need to figure that one out by just put it, by, by having your, your hand on her and feeling, like, hand on her back and feeling that she's breathing. Emma? She seems currently unconscious. He'll, like, 
figure out if he can pick her up, figure yeah. out which way her head is and which way her feet are. Um, so you, you, uh, kind of like poke around a bit cautiously and then figure out proportions. Alright, he'll pick her up. Okay, you pick her up. There's, uh, two more. He'll, he'll set her down by the ladder so he remembers where she is. And then he'll okay. look around at the other things. Look around. He'll sense or feel around at the other things. Um, and uh, so you go. You go to the next closest one. You poke around another body. He'll use bloodhound again. See if he okay. knows this person. Um, this one's a higher one. All right. Two sixes. That's a Two's, little higher. Two sixes. Uh, well, um, first and foremost, uh, you actually, there's actually, there's actually a little blood here. Not on this person. This person smells kind of familiar. Smells like the house upstairs. Can I guess who that is? Um. That lady who answered the door, yeah? Yeah. Uh. Probably. Elizabeth Mazia. You, uh. Did we just lose Charlie? Um. You can also smell um, some blood nearby. You look at it, you see that there's a kind of a hefty splotch of blood on the floor. Is it hers? No, it doesn't look hers. What is it? Give me a bloodhound sense. Check. Two nines. There we go. Two nines. Um, two nines. The you 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 get a you get, you, you smell the blood, and you know people have particular smells. Everyone has a particular smell. Um, you smell the blood of someone you've met before, but not recently. Someone back in Troy, oh, not one of your had friends. a lot of people in Troy. <laughs> Give me a member check. They do say that scent is one of the strongest senses attributed to memory. Two tens! Two tens. You recall meeting um, a null, a an Agent Zero, as he later introduced himself recently. And he was with two other people. This smells like one of them. Specifically the uh, the one that was dressed like a cat. That was partially dead. Eld said that some of his friends had been kidnapped. That's why he went to the warehouse. Shit. Shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck. Alright. He has a good idea what that means, but he's a little bit more on guard now. He's going to check the third invisible thing. All right, you wander into a hospice room. Uh, start kind of feeling around, and you feel a bed that's invisible, and there's someone in this bed. Kind of like touch someone's leg and realize that this bed and the person in it is completely invisible. Do I recognize them, Bloodhound? Uh, Two nines. Two nines? Uh, actually, it would be more of a hell sense. Oh. Uh, right. How many how many dice do you have in blood sense, Bloodhound? How many dice do you have in, have in hell sense? Uh, bloodhound. Six in Bloodhound, eight in hell sense. Roll two extra dice. Right. Two nines. Two nines. Uh, you kind of rely on your hell senses. This is the thing that you felt earlier. The thing that is constantly in a state of living and dying. I knew it. I knew it. 
So first things first. Because it looks like all this is really important, but he can see anyway. So he's um, going to leave that person there. Oh, uh, I think I was wrong. There is a fourth thing that's invisible. It's much okay. smaller. Now that you're here, you can feel it a little better. He'll go look at it. Look, he'll go feel it. <laughs> okay. You kind of kneel down, and uh, you you kind of feel around at first. It's really weird, but then you realize, oh, this is a sword. He'll look around for the handle. You get the handle of it. Yeah. He'll pull it out. Is the entire thing invisible, or? Uh, the blade's not invisible. It's just the hilt and the sheath is. You recognize this blade? Yes, you do. Oh, shit. Scott. Alright, he'll take that. Also, there's a little bit of blood on it. Oh. Give me a blood hot sense check. This one does not have to be a very high roll. How's two twos? Two twos. You, again, you really need to make it. This smells like the uh, like the kid's blood. Oh. The one that's on the floor. Well, there's no dead kid around here, so I'm going to assume we made it out okay. I'm going to assume my friends aren't... I shouldn't say murderers. I shouldn't even be talking to myself. Fuck. Uh, Emma? Uh, he's gonna loop the. He's gonna put the sword around a belt loop or something to keep okay. it there. The, the 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 unsheathed sword. He's going to sheath it. Can he put the sheath through a belt loop? Give me a give me a uh, hands plus shop to not break my belt loop. Accidentally stab yourself when you're sheathing the sword. Okay. <laughs> It's you. You can't see the sheath. That's true. <laughs> it's completely invisible. You know it's there. You just it's the sheath is completely invisible. Two ones. I slice off all of my fingers. Two ones take a uh, take a take a take a shock to hands. You eventually get it, but you have to like poke around. Ow! Ow! Okay. You you, you poke around. You draw a little bit of blood sometimes, but eventually you do sheath the sword, and then you you put it on your hip just fine. He's gonna run to where he left Emma. Yeah. Um, Kneel down and try to be eye to eye ish with her. Uh, Annie? Emma, can you see me? Yeah, what? I. Oh god. I guess that was a stupid question, because I'm not invisible. Are you okay? Uh, How do you feel? Invisible and tired. What the okay. happened? I don't know. Apparently, a lot of shit went down. There's two other people down here. A little bit of blood that belongs to someone that's not here. Also, I can't find Scott or Neil. Oh, God. Oh, God, okay. Shit. Someone threw down, like, a... Some kind of gas grenade or something. I can kind of smell it in the air, but I think... I don't know if it's really gonna matter anymore. Most of it is cleared out. Scott, like... Kind of like filled with gas, and Scott told me to run. Remember that? God. Um. Oh God, I can't see a thing of me. Um. Here, can you stand? Do you need my help? Yeah, hold on. Uh. uh put put your arms around my neck. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. Where my arms are. You can still feel them, right? Yeah, but I don't want to, like, poke you in the eye or something. You can't even see my eyes. <laughs> True. Good point. She, she she pokes you in the face, and then pokes you in the chin, and then gets your shoulder, and then wraps her arms around your neck. 
Your, right. your shoulders. He'll wrap his arms around where he assumes her torso is from this yeah. angle and help pick her up. Yeah, you you help pick her up. Or Scott and Neil. I don't know. Here, um, you want to ride on my back? So I don't lose track of you? Um, sure, if you, uh, if you have, like, a shirt or a hat or something. One second, there's two other people down here. One of them's in a bed, and the other one is that lady who I think lives upstairs. So I want to get that lady back upstairs. Are they okay? They're sleeping. They can't really see. Where are they? Um, well, the lady, I left her right here. And the other lady is in the bed in there. She's not in good shape, but I don't think it's any different than she was when... I told you there was someone down here! Yeah, you were right. Look, it's it's cool. It, there's more important things right now. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. It's okay. I'm it, sorry. It's, no, it's fine. We just we need to find Scott and Neil. Yeah, I yeah. Where's is Eddie here? We're gonna talk about that when we get back up there. Okay. For now, you stay on my back. I'm gonna grab this other lady, and I'll see if I can get out of this basement with two people. Um, could I ask that you just go one at a time? Okay, that might be better. I can't see a thing, Manny. Of me. And I can't see her either. Sorry, I'll start with her. Wait, can you follow me? Can you climb? Um, I don't want to take that risk. Alright. Uh, stay by this ladder, okay? Okay. Just keep your hand on it at all times. Okay, just don't step my hand. Promise. Put it on the part where I'm not going to step. I don't know which part you're not going to step. Okay, it's on the bottom rung. Yes. <laughs> Don't step on good. the bottom rung. Okay, promise. So he's going to take Elizabeth out of here and lay her on her couch. <laughs> okay. You pick Elizabeth up, take her out, you lay her on the couch. You feel she kind of like stirs a little. Hey, um, it's okay. She's, She's still pretty well unconscious, but she's she's starting to stir. She might be up uh, somewhat soon, unless you try to wake her up. Um, is there, like, a sheet or a blanket or anything that I can drape over her while she's on the couch up here in the living room? Yeah, there is. Okay. He does that. He tucks her in, this invisible lady, and then he goes down and gets Emma. Okay, give me a, um, give me a, uh, another, um... Bloodhound. Okay. Two tens. Two tens. You smell another thing of Scott's. Has Scott's sin on it anyhow? You look around. You look around. You start looking for it. You start rooting around, and you find there's a button on the floor that belonged to Scott. Huh. You'll pick it up. Give me your remember check. Nothing. Oh, you have a button. So I have a button. He puts it in his pocket. Okay. Then you get Emma. Yeah. Carry her upstairs. Yeah. Ow! I'm sorry. Head. Uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Not your fault. I just don't know where my head is. Let's, um... She probably has, like, extra clothes or something. A jacket. Yeah, that could work. Unless you want my shirt. 
That's fine. If she has something, I can wear. It's okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Um. Take her upstairs. Yeah. Is the drapery still on the couch? Yeah. Okay. So she's right there. You shut the basement door. The other lady's down there. And you're right here. So it's everybody accounted for. Well, except Neil and Scott. Yeah. What was the thing about Eddie? He gave me this note, takes the note out of his pocket, holds it out. She has to kind of feel around to actually get your hand. And then she does, and she takes the note and opens it. He knocked me out. Uh, what? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I know. I guess that's how they knew we were doing anything. Don't don't cry. Don't cry. God, how could I be so stupid? It's it's okay. It's mostly my fault, you know. Uh, yeah. Here. Takes her to the living room, where the couch is. Yeah, she sits in one of the chairs really carefully. Okay. You know where she is based on the fact she's holding the note? Yeah. Now what? He's at a warehouse. And as far as I know, so's Eld. And as far as I know, so's who Eld was looking for. And if Scott and Neil were taken, it seems that like that L, that uh, warehouse is um kind of popular for kidnap people. So I guess we go to that warehouse. Okay. That's where I'm going. If you don't know if you can do it, you can. No, stay I'm here. going to. Okay. No, absolutely. I'm not. If Scott's there, I have to get him. I have to get him back. Yeah, but I mean. I don't want anything bad to happen, anything worse to happen. I, I'm... Manny, I'm currently invisible. You sure are. Do you even want to bother, like, finding a shirt? Well, and then... Okay, I am wearing a shirt. No. No, that's fine. That's fine. Hmm. It's gotta be something. Because I can smell you, but it's only if I, like, really try to know where you are. I can hold on to you. No offense or nothing. Nothing. Yeah, but what if there comes a time where I gotta let you go? I can try to do something to make myself visible. No, I think this is good. I think this is a really great advantage. Mm. Mm. I know. He'll um, he'll take one of his shoestrings out of his shoe and he'll tie it. Well, he'll hold it out and he'll be like, "Give me your wrist." Uh, okay. She has the note in one hand and she holds it out. Okay. She's 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 gauging where what like what she's doing with the note in hand. He'll tie it around her little wrist a few times until it's a kind of a tight bracelet. Not too tight to cut off her circulation or anything, but yeah, something see, where he can at least see her wrist. You see, you see uh, the floating shoestring. Okay. You were wearing... You had pockets, right? Yeah, yeah, I have pockets. If you ever want to be hidden completely, put your hands in your pockets. She puts her hand in her pocket, and you don't see the shoestring anymore. I figure that would work. I hope that would work. So there. Plus, it'll help you figure out where your hands are, or where your one hand is. Okay. Yeah, that should be fine then. Uh, 
getting used to walking is going to be a little hard, but... All right. What do we do about the lady? You, you, you hear stirring still? I don't know. Wait for her to wake up, maybe? She's going to be pissed. She's going to be invisible. Oh, yeah. But she knows this place better than we do. Um, help her wake up, maybe. Give her a shake or something. Still got that tea? It's probably uh, cold by now. Yeah, it's probably cold by now, but I think it's in the kitchen still. Don't, um, maybe you think you could handle trying to warm it up? Uh, sure. This be good practice for learning to walk again. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, if, I, if anything knocks over, you, you know what happened. I'll try to wake her up, and maybe some tea will make her less pissed. Yeah, I'll go heat, I'll go reheat it. <laughs> Let me roll him as, uh... Say goodbye brains. to all of your kitchen cu- cu- Tupperware. Remember all her her her, uh, her brains out think. All of the ceramics. As she tries to tries to figure out how to move. Oh, that isn't that bad of a roll. You hear some noises. As she makes mistakes. You hear you you hear her uh, mutter under her breath as she makes mistakes, but you don't hear anything shatter or break. You only hear a few mistakes. He'll uh he'll kind of put his hand on where he assumes the shoulder. Okay. Of the lady is. Okay. You, you get her upper arm and then you move to her shoulder. Hey. <sighs> Elizabeth? <sighs> what? Elizabeth, right? Uh, what? Hi. You remember me? I'm the really nosy kid. Yeah, I... What the hell? I'm sorry for, um, for breaking into your basement without you wanting me to. I was just trying to help my friend. Look, it's fine. I... I, I understand. I, what the hell? Yeah, you're invisible right now, and I can't really explain that very well without going into a super long story. But um, Emma's making you tea, and I don't want you to be mad. What happened? Uh, best I could tell, someone broke in. A couple someone's broke in. There was a fight, and now there's only three people left in this house, and they're all invisible. Except for me. I would be the fourth one who's not invisible. Where's... where's... Where's Scott? He's gone. He's not here. Fuck. I'm guessing he's at this warehouse. You you see her. You see you, you can tell that she's moving by the sheet moving as she, you see her just kind of sit up real fast. Uh, uh careful. She, she goes she goes to get up and then goes to walk and you hear a thunk. It's, it's, Fuck. Mm. Taking the sheet and putting it back over where he assumes she is. You drape the sheet around her. You probably took in like a lot of chemicals or whatever was in that thing. I need to go. Where? I need to get, I need to get Emmy's son back. Ho- hold on, hold on. Whoa. Just sit down for a second. We gotta figure this out. She, she's kind of half sitting, half laying. She's, you hear her cough. So, shit. Uh, I mean, whatever they must have thrown in your basement, like, it's probably gonna take a while to wear off. <sighs> that isn't what got me. I know the smell of chloroform. Oh. Emma, how's tea coming? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a second. Okay. Look. Someone must have got me from behind. Well, whoever that someone is, you didn't leave unscathed. There's blood downstairs. Blood. There's isn't Scott's. Is it? It's not Scott's. Okay. Ow. <clears throat> There's also a third invisible lady in the hospital bed downstairs. What? Yeah, she's invisible too, but as far as I can tell... What? Dimitris. 
Scott's mom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now I just need to get Scott back. They're not gonna kill him. As far as I know, so there's still time. What, whatever the case, though, I, I need to go soon. We'll go. I've got the address. There's a guy I probably should see about a lot of things. But Scott's my friend, too. And so is Neil, and so is Eld, and I'm not going to be leaving without them. So I'll go, too. Okay. So there were three people that were visible. Yeah. The other one, Emma? Emma. She's making you tea, because I figured that might help. You, you see, you kind of look down the hall, and you see a, a cup of tea floating. Here, Emma kind of muttering to herself, almost like she's trying to keep from spilling it. And muttering calming words to herself. She she comes back. She's like, okay, uh, um, manual dexterity, check. Proprioception, no. Please take this tea from me before any tra- anything tragic happens. Manny takes the tea. Thanks. We can't be, like, too fast to get out there. I don't want you guys, like, tripping all over yourselves. No offense. Um, one idea I was going to say is, uh, if I take your arm, at least you can keep me from tripping if anything happens. Yeah, I'll help. I just wanted to give you that shoestring, you know, in case we get separated. Yeah, yeah, of course. You hear Elizabeth just like, there's upstairs my room there's a pistol a 45 it's in the dresser could you get that to me uh yeah stay there you run upstairs you go through the bedrooms the only one of them has been used the other are just empty rooms um go into the go into the only used bedroom get into the night the uh, you go to the nightstand open up the first top drawer kind of a big hulking gun here shit very sort of professional looking He'll pick it up as delicately as possible. Give me a notice check. All right. Two sevens. Uh, there's kind of there's a, there's grooves on the grip, um, and you kind of touch them, and they feel like it looks like it should be smooth. The grip does, but when you touch the grooves, it feels when you touch like the the indentations, you kind of feel like grooves, like like there's kind of some roughness. I know that means it's probably only going to shoot for her, but Manny, who is kind of dumb, <laughs> just be like, man, that's kind of cool. Okay. Um, so you take it downstairs? Yeah. Okay. Um, you get downstairs, do you kind of hand it off to her? Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear, you, you, you uh, kind of hear like the tiniest, tiniest click when she holds it. Uh, that thing's got like safety or whatever, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's... She holds it up, not at you, but just kind of holds it up. Fingerprint recognition. Huh. How you plan on hiding it? You see it disappear as she moves uh, it closer to her body. Oh. Man, he's going to refrain from asking how that is. <laughs> Where did you put it? I can keep it at my hip and have my shirt covering it. Oh. So they're at this warehouse... <laughs> Do you, um, do you know it? He pulls yeah, up the address I do. on his phone. Do you know maybe what the best way to approach it is? Two of us are invisible. One of us isn't. I have layouts on my computer. It's way downstairs, though. I have it mostly memorized, just in case I ever need to go in there. 
the um, the security checkpoint on the first basement floor. Okay. First floor is a legitimate warehouse. They actually do ship and receive Megacorp there. There's an elevator at the end. Takes you to basement. I'll tell you the first basement floor. It's a security checkpoint. Below that, below that is a research station, facility station. You know. Where do you think they're keeping them? I don't know. If we can get past the security checkpoint, we can find out. Covers you guys, but what about me? That barely covers us. If what your friend was saying, we don't have any sense of appropriate reception, then we're just going to be stumbling around. So we're going to need you in the end. Okay. I mean, I'm not adverse to breaking into a warehouse and jumping through a window, but some tells me that this might be a little bit more, um, a little bit more protected than the last warehouse I broke into. If I can figure out how to move right, I can make a good distraction. I'm older, but not out of practice. Okay. So that's the plan? You make a distraction, me and Emma get in there, and then what? I can get you past the security checkpoint, and the two of you find them. I don't care how. I think we can do that. Right, Emma? Yeah. Oh, you're over there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, she, she takes her hand out of her pocket. And then what about you? After you make a distraction, can we meet you somewhere? You can't really stay like this forever. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know either. But I can use it to my advantage, at least. I'm just going to have to practice moving. Okay. I'll do that on the way. Improvise. Okay. So that's what we do. Go upstairs. There should be some clothes. Um, some just work shirt to put together. Wear, put on a blue work shirt or, or something, and uh, there should be a pair of blue jeans. Um, should fit you. Yeah, we're about the same size. Okay. No offense, I don't think even with, like, work clothes, I'm really gonna look like I belong in a warehouse. Well, you'll have an ID at least. Yeah? Sorry, I forgot. Um, third, third drawer on the nightstand, you'll find a collection of IDs. Do you have a school ID? Uh... Does he have school ID? Yeah, he does. He does. School ID, state ID, anything. Cool. The cards themselves are slip covers. Cover everything but the picture. If your ID has the picture in the right place, usually they have them in the same place. I have dozens of them up there, just in case. You've been ready for something like this for a while. I have a lot of contacts. Okay. Uh, I'll go up and I'll get outfitted out, I guess. You and Emma, like, figure out how to move. Right. So he does. Go upstairs, you boot through her her, uh, her dresser, you get some work-looking clothes. Um, actually, give me a notice check. Why not? Why, why, why are you rooting through her stuff? <laughs> okay. 
Two nines. Okay, uh, Elizabeth Magia is prepared to disguise herself for almost anything. Um, but you also happen to find in her possession are some interesting devices. They don't seem to work anymore. But uh, she's she has black book equipment. It's broken. doesn't work anymore. But if she wished to superficially describe herself... Uh, Disguise itself as a, as a uh, black book operative, she could. There are other ones that you don't recognize that look like uniforms in her possession. Hmm. So she might know a little bit about black book. She might. Might be something to ask later when there's not, you know, a siege that needs to happen. Right. You, you open up her uh, her nightstand. Um, very convincing. They uh, can, can uh, stick right on your ID. Doesn't cover your, doesn't, doesn't cover your, uh, your picture. This is a megacorp contractor ID. Has a very uh, gender-neutral name. What's the name? Uh, make that something for me. That's very gender-neutral. Alex. Alex. Yeah. I look like an Alex. It's like Alex. Uh, Alex um, Hudgens. Alex, it is. If you are now Alex Hudgens, then according to this to the picture on this ID, no one can see Alex's eyes. But apparently on the ID, they're blue. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you, you, you take it, pocket it, head on downstairs. You see, you see the sheet? She seems to be wearing like a cape. They've been using this to, to guide herself. Um, when you're downstairs, she's just like, I should be fine. How about you, Emma? Uh, not so much. I'm going to have to hold on to you if that's okay. Okay. That's fine. What time is it? It's about six o'clock, six fifteen. All right. Do we want to do this now? Sooner the better. All right. Let's go. You see the door open. She drops the sheet. Oh. He's gonna do his best to keep tabs on her. Okay. You guys start off. You feel Emma put an arm around yours. Hey, Emma. Yeah. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that, okay? I will. We're gonna make it back home to Troy eventually. Yeah, we will. I'm really sorry for being a big jerk lately. It's fine. You came back to to help. Everything's okay. I'm sorry if you and Scott and Neil hate me, and I'm sorry if I... No, no no one hates you, Manny. Promise. I'm sorry if I'm like George. You're not like George. Even I thought that was a little harsh. I'm just trying to help, you know? I know. I know. Don't worry. You you are helping. If you hadn't come, Miss Magia here and I had just been invisible in the basement and wouldn't have been able to climb a ladder. You know. I'm going to make sure we all get out of this alive. Yeah. I believe you. You guys start start on to the warehouse. I'm going to cut away. Uh, Scott and Neil, just roll a d10 for me. Okay. One. All right. Uh, I had a D10 a moment ago. I'll actually I'll pull up, pull up the alternative dice. All right, I, dice dice rider. Dice rider. Uh, three. Three. Okay. Um, Neil. Mm-hmm. When you open your eyes again, you are not in Elizabeth Magia's house. You are not in Troy. You're not in Ithaca. You're in a place you don't really recognize. You're in a home. Just a very Simple home, very sparse. Um, 
sparsely decorated, kind of uh, grayscale walls. Yeah, I mean, he's eating in bed or something. You're just sitting in a chair in the living room. TV's on static right now. Uh, he gets up, goes to switch off the TV. You switch off the TV. Um, give me another check. I mean, all stats are at full now, right? Yeah, um, all stats are at full. Uh, yeah, all stats are at full. All right, uh, so uh, notice I'll use... Uh, let's see. Mm, uh, relationship with Scott, because he's observant. Uh, okay. Uh... Four tens. Four tens. Prove that in a relationship. That that that's that's a, that's a good use of that relationship. Gain willpower. Oh wait a second. Damn. I wish. Um, loyalty. Getting a lot of tens. Oh yeah. Loyalty being the best. <laughs> like no one ever was. Um. So uh, you look around. Uh, this place is eerily familiar to you. It's very cleaned up. It feels like it should be messier to you for some reason. You see there's some uh, lawn furniture out back. I'm seeing a window out there. Um, you hear the sound of running water. Um, and uh, when you look out past the window, mm-hmm. the, sound, the sound of running water appears to be coming from the kitchen, which isn't far, which is not far away. Um, and when you look out past the window, uh, you, you see you know, freshly cut lawn. Um, but it just sort of drops off after a point. Beyond it is this sort of inky blackness. That Does Neil still have his gun? You do not. Um, when you look at yourself, you appear to be wearing a black and white striped sort of prisoner garb. You have no belongings on you. Artificial reality? He's going to slowly approach the kitchen. Yeah, you hear the sound of, like, dishes. Swing around, so if he, he comes in, he surprises anyone in, inside. The person that you swing you swing around, the person does not appear to be surprised. Doesn't jump, doesn't look at you. Um, you see, it looks like a man. Older man, late 50s, early 60s maybe. He has grayish-white hair, really clean cut. He's wearing a nice, uh, nice shirt and a nice light blue shirt, red tie. The black jacket hanging on a uh, ha- hanging on a uh, dining room chair has an apron on. He's washing dishes. When he looks at you, you see he has kind of a, a light sort of beard. He's a light beard. It's white. Neil stands at kind of mouth and gate there for a second. Oh, hello. N six one six or Neil? You prefer? Uh, does Neil recognize this personnel? Give me a remember check. All right. I'm going to use relationship with uh, Colonel Nikolas. Two okay. tens. Okay. Um, also, uh, side note, I'm going to cut for a second. Uh, L also from 8010. Okay. Uh... I forgot I was supposed to have you do that before I started doing this. My bad. That's fine. Just tell me if you roll a two or a one. I, in fact, rolled a two. Okay. Um, back to the scene of hand, though. Um, so what'd you roll for, remember? Uh, two tens. Two tens? You guys, I assume, did some research. You, you recognize the, uh, the, 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 uh, the handsome face of uh, Levi A. Thon. I apologize if it's, if it's uncouth of you to, to clean up, but there's a bit of a mess in here. I figured you wouldn't mind too terribly. What are you doing here? Where am I? Home, in a way. Would you like some tea? 
No thanks. I already had some. You'd be surprised. What's your ideal tea? Best tea you could possibly imagine. Some type of simulstice? Yours, to be precise. So you put me in solitary. Well, one could say that this is how you imagine your own head. Interesting, I'd say. I'll have you know I don't like people running around in my head on my permission. I am fully aware, though there was no other way for me to speak to you. And, as I said, I made up for it. I cleaned up a bit. You have a very messy head. Thoughts aren't fully in order, but it should be better now. What do you want? I wanted to speak with you. You and your friend. But you were the most receptive first, so... Still working a little bit to try and get into your friend's dream. Please, sit down. I mean you no harm. Thank you. Very well. So I'm sure you have many questions to ask me. And I have many answers to give you. Alright, how do I kill you? The simple answer is you don't. Except prefer it that way. Unfortunately, you have prior obligations to accomplish. And your interests and ours seem to come into conflict. Conflict of interest is very clearly there. But what would you say if I could clear that little issue for you? I'll leave your thoughts. What do you mean? I'm not that bad of a guy. I've seen what you've done. You saw what a younger me did. And I tell you, there are days when I wake up regretting that. I've seen what you did to I've seen what you did to Scott's mom. That's exactly what I was discussing. There were much... And I've seen what you did to Odysseus' family, his home. An even younger man. I doubt that being such as you can just have a change of heart in 13 years. You'd be surprised the influence human beings can have. A running megacorp has been inspiring for me. So, I reiterate, I'm not that bad of a guy. I don't fully understand you human beings and many of your feelings, but I'm not inherently evil. In fact, I only have your best intent in mind. Uh, excuse me, I find that hardly to, hard to believe. I'm pretty gullible. You're not as gull- gullible as you say. I've looked around. You're a smart man, young man. You'll have to forgive me. Uh, human age is a strange, fickle thing. But many consider men in one part of the world. Others consider boys. My interest is mankind. My interest is the preservation of mankind. And I can't do that without help. It is of no fault of my own. The man does not wish my help. But man needs the help that I can offer. That sounds egotistic. Far from it. Mankind is steadily on on the route to self-destruction. A cold war, you could put it. Only this one... This one isn't with nuclear bombs. Far, far worse than that. It's been brewing for quite a while. The Monster Investigation Bureau. The Foreign Affairs. Repurposed psychics of Russia. I could list dozens. Knights. Even the CIA here and there, there in America has their hand in a bit of the supernatural part. But Megacorp. Megacorp is an independent agency. We're not involved in this Cold War. We can fix it. How? I'm entertain me. It's simple. Have the larger deterrent. You don't need to control the world. You don't need to dominate the world. You don't need to dominate these organizations. You just make it clear that you're going to be the last to go should it come to blows. In fact, should it come to blows, it should be clear that you're the ones who are going to survive. He cleans the last dish, puts it in the strainer, starts taking the uh, apron off, sets it aside. 
None of his organizations are allies of one another. There's inherent hatred between them, inherent distrust. Knowledge is really going to take is one simple thing, one small thing for all of it to come crumbling down. My aim is subtlety. Grow the deterrent. Reveal it some grand way. Make it clear who has the better weapon. And in the end, they'll refrain. And then you become the new overlords. I have no intentions of overlording man. Or are you afraid of them? There's nothing to fear from men. Then why do you need a deterrent? Why can't yourself be a deterrent? Because I'm not alone in what I represent. For me to move my hand, in an obvious sense, to smite those who'd threaten this house of man I seek to preserve, my brothers and sisters would be very displeased. There's more of you? Plenty more. Some stronger, some not. Few. Strong, mind you. Any examples you can give me? I'm sure you can think of many. They all went by more archaic names. Part time. So, let me guess. You plan on using Scott's immortality to be that survival that you need? It's not survival. Not for me, anyhow. Again, what fear do I need men? No, my boy. It's the survival of man. Oh, so you plan on giving giving it out to those who need it. Now, humanitarian. You mistake me. I merely wish mankind to not destroy itself. If it needs some sort of perpetual war to do so, then so be it. But so long oh. as the real what? ones don't go throwing. Oh. The stones don't go skipping. Some menial bloodshed is just fine here on the side. Again, the real importance is your species as a whole. I've grown very, very attached to you. And you want me to help? You don't have to. But you'd be in my best interest, in the interest of humanity. It would be in the interest of humanity that you helped or looked away. Listen, I'm not opposed to working with unsavory people like you, as I've made deals, a deal with the devil before, but... Oh, pleasant fellow, isn't he? But you always ought to get a just end, a noble goal, and what I'd have to do does not in any way justify your goal. And I don't think humanity will kill itself. Call me naive, but... Now you are being naive. And you thought I wasn't? <sighs> I'm a rich, well-connected man. I have access to most resources men can offer. I can provide you what you need to look away. Your sister, I can even bring your brother here. Put a stop to that whole petty revolution you have in that tiny little basement. First off, if you tried to bring my brother here, you would probably kill himself trying to fight back. He simply needs to be asleep. I'm a resourceful man. And I can even take away that little problem of his. That's keeping him from accepting that family thing you keep offering. What, what makes me think that also deprive him of free will? A minute deprivation. Some men don't deserve free will. And it's the gift of all humanity. And that's, and that's something that should be respected. A curse, I'd say. That isn't a curse that I can personally can take away. Not easily, anyhow. The minute a man stops having free will, he stops being a man. He stops being a machine. And I'd rather know that my brother died a man than lived as a machine. <laughs> Machines aren't that thick-headed. So be it. The offer does remain for your sister, though. It's my duty to find my sister. And I can help you. 
And I can help you with all of the cherubs. Once again, that's a burden I take upon myself. That's a burden. If you wanted to help me, and I would and expect nothing to return in return, then that would be a fine. But once again, I You're have right. obligations. I do expect nothing in return, except for your continued existence. That's something. He uh, smiles, replies, "I merely expect you to look the other way. I don't have to reconfigure my brain. This conversation we're having is a nicety, a formality." A gauge, if you're willing to walk with me, or at least look the other way. Well, in the end, the abilities you possess are quite useless to me, to be completely honest. I have more than my fair share of child soldiers scattered about the world, and there are certainly better cherubs out there to obtain. Reconfiguring your brain is a waste of time, effort, money, and I'd not like to do that. Can try. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna go down easy. I'm gonna make it. Even if I fail, I'll make sure every effort is put into. Can you fail? Very well. And by the way, I like my house dirty because it is dirty and because it is mine. And he's just. And at that point, the house is gonna just start like. Give me. Roll, give me. Give out, me. Like, give me an think check. Yeah. All right. Using relationship with uh. Etsu, because she's been in his brain, okay? Actually, no. Uh, she's been in his brain before. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Uh, no, she was there when helping him while other people were in his brain, I know. Emma was in his brain, though. So I'll use that. Three tens. Three tens. Okay. You, uh, the house starts to shake. Uh, Levi frowns. I see. The bottomization it is, then. Yeah. Shame. What a bad child. If I weren't, I would I would have accepted you. He, start, he starts to walk away, and with your think check, you feel that he isn't here, and that's weird. There's some kind of mind head logic going on here. The rules of physics don't fully apply, but you can feel you can feel very distinctly. Levi Athan, Le, Levi Athan is not in your head, not fully. That isn't him. As a foreign entity, but it isn't him. You feel like you could probably fix that? Show what it really is? Alright, yeah. Make the make the fucking uh, sink spray water on him, showing his true form. Alright, roll it. The house continues to shake. Uh, yeah, now I use L because he's been in my mind. Okay. Two eights. Two eights. Um, um, the, uh, the sink uh, sprays on Mr. Athen. Um, or Mr. Thon, uh, and water sprays on him. He kind of lifts a hand to, to, cover, to sort of stop it. Um, but uh, as he's soaked, um, as he's soaked, you see that it's kind of the image starts to fade into something else, and uh, you see what looks like a boy in bandages, head to toe, fingers wrapped in bandages. Um, every inch of his body wrapped, wrapped in bandages, almost like some kind of some kind of mummified state. Uh, the only thing that you really can see is uh, his eyes, his, sort of sort of uh, his 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 eyes, and where um, his head, uh, where you see kind of pale white hair poking out of the bandages around his head. Um, his eyes are a pinkish red, and he wears a a uh, clothes akin to your own, that black and white uh, prisoner's jumpsuit. Does he? Does Neil remember him from a dream oh so long ago? Yeah, you do. So you, Levi, couldn't 
the Leviathan couldn't even come here personally. Either oh. you're busy or you're a coward. I and I'm betting on here. that. I could come here personally. Hear him say? It was just a small risk. But I'm not going to risk my best agent here. Goodbye in 616. He, he starts laughing. Small risk. That means you admitted it. You can fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> As uh the as 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 you laugh, uh everything kind of fades to black. Cut away now to Eld. Already. Eld, you're you're uh, you're sitting in the central control room. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, figuring out all what he can do from here. Also wondering if he's recovering a bit more as time passes. Yeah, you gain uh, another uh die back to every location. Hooray. Um, what is it you are doing? Uh. I'm trying to see what all I can do from here. Oh, I can. I see. Do you think you could help me f- uh, help fill me in? Uh, I know. It looks like I can see through any of the security cameras. Is there anything else I can control? Access limited to security cameras, to lights, to elevators, to door locks. Hmm. Not as much as I'd hoped, but it might be enough. Administrator key required for further access. Right. Unfortunately, I have the feeling that. I managed to get a hold of the administrator key. That's pretty much the worst of it. Will already be over. Oh well. Let's see. Any word on those prison incoming prisoners yet? They have already been brought to their cells. They have. Oh shoot. Uh, where are they? Accessing security cameras. She starts listing off numbers, and uh, the uh, the computer next to the one you're sitting at, the screen pops on. You see two security camera footage. One one on one, one on the other. Um, and you see, uh, in front of you, you see, um, you see Scott Ball is laying in a bed. He's dressed down in a black and white sort of prisoner's jumpsuit, striped jumpsuit. Um, in the other computer, you look, you see, uh, Neil is laying in a bed wearing a striped prisoner's jumpsuit. Um, and you see there is a, you see there's a, there, there's a there's a uh, a young boy looks maybe 10 11 years old scruffy dark hair all the images here are black and white um, is standing there in front of Neil's bed head tilted to the side um, the door is shut and you hear Ellie say responding to your request unlocking door to cell cell door opens the boy head still tilted to the side turns and walks out uh, Ellie who's that boy the one walking out there That is John Sapp. John Sapp? What was he doing in the cell? Do you know? That is the current host of Agent Foxtrot. I see. Alright. Um Can you track him for me? Tracking. You see the I... camera that was in Neil's room. No, actually you see that there's another computer yeah. monitor that, that, that flickers on. You see the security footage. It's currently in Neil's room. The boy leaves, the door closes. Door locked per request. Locks. Then you see uh, the camera changes to the hallway. You see the boy walk. Walks uh, three cells down. Turns. Uh, there's a. Do you see that there are several soldiers in the hall? Um, silver soldiers and looks like an orderly um, that has a notebook and is writing. Has, has a, a, a uh, an open um, notepad is writing something down. Um, unlocking cell per request. It opens. The boy walks yep. in. It closes. Um. 
As far as Elden know, can Foxtrot hurt anybody in there? Give me your member check, as you see him now in Scott's cell. Alright, uh... Relationship with Zero seems appropriate. Two eights. Two eights. Okay. Um, the, uh... From what you recall from what you've heard about Foxtrot, the brief time you met him in your dream, um, he can invade your dreams and exist in your dreams, and he can hurt you only as much as a dream can. He can possess you, so long as you're asleep. He can hurt you while you're possessed. Okay. But aside from what is the equivalent of a night terror, <laughs> he can't so, yeah. hurt you in your sleep. Without possessing another body, the best he can do is give you a nightmare, basically. And you know for a fact that he is stuck in this body. Right, because if he wasn't, he'd be long gone. Right. Um, so he doesn't have to worry about him possessing anyone else, and he doesn't have to worry about them. You said uh, Foxtrot, Agent Foxtrot's stuck in that body. Uh, how are they That's keeping correct. him? How are they keeping him trapped there? John Sapp's body is currently reconfigured. Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't clear on that before. So, if we restore John Sapp's mind, then... If John Sapp's mind were, were to be restored, then Agent Foxtrot would be free, correct? That is correct. John Sapp's mind is currently overwhelming the influence of Agent Foxtrot. I see. Alright. Um... Were these two prison cells, were these the only two captured? That is correct. <sighs> Well, that's something at least. Okay. Fortunately, I don't see yet. Uh, I don't know that there's much I can do till they wake up. Are the cells soundproof? They can be. Perfect. All right. Uh, can you soundproof this cell? He'll point to the one that Neil's in. Soundproofing cell complete. Thank you. Can is there a way I can speak into that cell? That is incorrect. However, I can speak to him if you wish. Alright. Um, can you try and wake him up? He goes by Neil. Very well. Neil. Give me a brain's notice check. Right, you think relationship with Eld. Two sevens. Two sevens. You hear, you, you, you hear something saying, hello, hello. In 616, hello. In 616, hello. He gets up. You're in a sparse room. There's a bed here you're laying on. Um... There's a bed here. Uh, there's a toilet in the corner. Um, there isn't much. Gets up. Yeah. Hello. Night. You are awake. Oh. Huh? You here to do more interrogation? That is incorrect. My name is Ellie. It is a pleasure to meet you in 616. It's Neil. Neil. You don't want me calling you 313, right? That is Three. not my name. Well, yeah, I would be 3... One, one, three. That is not my name. Uh, Eld can hear sound in the cell. Alright. Um, maybe let him know you're computer. speaking on Eld's behalf at the moment. I am speaking on the behalf of Elder Tsukimono. Wait, what? <laughs> um, tell him I'm sort of in a unique position to help, but I can't physically get there, and I don't know. I'll... Tell him to be patient for now. I'm trying to figure out a way to uh, get them to get him out. May I make a suggestion, Mr. Sukimono? Uh, yeah, go ahead. That I say exactly as you do, rather than putting it into different words. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yes, of course, that's fine. 
Very well. This will permit you to speak to him almost directly. Thank you. Though, um, if you have anything to add, feel free to speak up. Very well. Now, Zach, you can try and give your best robot girl voice. Hello, Neil. Sorry, this is a little strange, but I'm currently in a position to sort of watch over things. I am in their security center. I, oh, well, Ellie, uh, I mean, wait, I guess that's what I expected from a, I I assume you're an AI. Forgive me if I'm wrong. That is correct. I am an artificial intelligence. It's uh, more complicated than that, but we can get into that later. Um, it looks like you and Scott are here, but I don't see anyone else. Uh, can I ask what happened? Uh, we got ambushed in uh in the house we were uh, we were in. I think Manny might have got away. Uh, no much in- else. Indeed, I do not see him here. That's good. Uh, what about Emma? I Elizabeth. do not. I do not see her either. If they were captured, they were not brought here. I hope that means they were not captured. <laughs> Demetrius here? Mm, not that I am aware of. Actually, since Elle does not know where Scott's mom, in fact, is, uh, he will ask, Ellie, Ellie is Demetrius here? De- is there someone named Demetrius Smoody? Demetrius Moody. Demetrius Moody. Is not currently here. Yeah. Whereabouts currently unknown. No, her... No, she is not here, and Megacore does not know where she is. He, he raised a side of leaf. Alright, well, someone just came into my dreams and tried to get me to cooperate. Mm, I see. That makes sense. They're probably doing the same thing to Scott right now. Well, that's gonna go, go anywhere. I suspect as well. Do not worry. The worst the agent, the, the worst that Agent Foxtrot can do, is give you a nightmare. Though well, he says that uh, if we don't work with him, we're on the fast track for the lobotomy. I can assure you, I will do my best to prevent that. However, until Scott's cell is also unoccupied, I think our escape will happen. I think it's best to wait for an escape attempt until Scott's cell is also unoccupied. He sits down in his bed. All right, uh, Ellie, uh, uh, why are you helping us? I cannot I mean... tell you. All right, then. Uh, yeah, please try it. Uh, please try and remain calm. Uh, I will let you know if there's anything else. Uh, I'll be in touch. All right, and how's uh, L doing? Me? Oh, um... No, L. Sorry, allow me to clarify. I, Eld, that is, am speaking through Ellie, the AI. Oh. I've... That should explain the difference in our diction. Uh, Is Zero there, too? Hmm. I mean, I assume Cogco's there, but... No, he didn't get captured or anything, did he? No, he is fine. What about Eddie and Manny? Well, I guess you have told me if they got captured. They have not been captured. However, Eddie is working for Megacore. Wait, what? Stands up. However, he has a good reason to. Better not be betterment of humanity because I heard that spiel before. Um. Yeah. He'll. He'll. Ellie, stop relaying my words for a moment. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, Ellie. 
I won't share your personal information if you don't want to. It's up to you if you wish to tell him why Eddie is working for Megacorp. For what it's worth, though, I think he'll understand. You hear you hear just say, I am obligated to fulfill his request. And, uh, Neil, you hear Ellie talk. The diction is more mechanical than the stutters and pauses that Elle has. <laughs> I um, like that she duplicates those. <laughs> she, she duplicates everything you say perfectly. Um, it's just she doesn't have full tonal range. Um, I am the source of, uh, of, of Edward Turkins' enslavement. If I am destroyed, he is no longer a slave of Megacore. Did he get, like, mind control or something? That is incorrect. Then how... Your, like, boyfriend or something? I am the remains of the sister of Edward Turkins. The AI. That actually explains a lot. Can, Ed, can Eddie really see into the future, or was he just trying to warn us? I am uncertain about this warning. However, yes, he can. Um, Ellie, uh, could you resume relaying my speech to him? Very well. Um, in any case, if you have any more questions, I can answer them. Otherwise... I am going to con- I'm going to return to monitoring uh, Scott and the rest of the facility in searching for a means to break out and escape. Where is Levi right now? I am uncertain. Other than that, he is not in this facility. Coward. Ellie, do you know where he is? I am not permitted to tell you. I understand. Do not worry, though. I know a way. I know a way. We can get to him, or rather, get him to come to us when the time comes. It is rather the unfortunate. It is rather the fortunate or unfortunate uh, side effect of my plan, depending on how you look at it. See, it would be extremely dangerous for me to try and leave this room, possibly deadly, unless he comes himself. But on the other hand, that means no one can force me to leave but him himself. All right. Neil goes back to laying in his quote-unquote bed. Okay. Yes. Keep me informed if anything happens. Right. Try and rest up and conserve your strength until the time is right. Coming now to Scott. Yes. What, what, What do you think your mind would look like? I can take guesses, but it's like whatever looking Scott's mind for. It's a good question. Um, and I'll go with house theme. It's not always a mind house. Let's see, some people organize their minds like houses. Those are the very organized people. Houses are organized things. It's a room for everything. A more chaotic person has something bigger. Yeah, I don't know. Probably oh, a spacious. For some reason, the first thing that comes to mind, which I guess would be the most appropriate thing, considering what I'm being asked, um, is just kind of a large, or just sort of a large, uh, just almost unending field, like Microsoft okay. Windows XP desktop forever. Um, okay, so uh, I'm sure there's more to it. It's just this is where you are now. Yeah, pro- I mean, there's things in there, obviously. I don't know how they manifest themselves. 
there's things in there. There's there I'll say I'll say it's somewhere. <laughs> right now, your mind is kind of empty. Actually, um, it's probably the weather's probably not good right now. If we want to, and yeah, it's and shit's kinda, just kind of uh, all over the place. It's, it's you hear you you're, it's, you it's, you wake, it's, you wake micro, up it's Microsoft a... window it's it's Microsoft's uh, Windows XP background after Sturgis. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, uh, what you you wake up to um, kind of on a grassy hill. Um, and as as you sort of sit up in the grass, you start to notice your surroundings. That the grass looks dead and drying. Sky above you looks, looks kind of grim and black. And hear claps of thunder in the distance, periodically lighting up the skyline. Um, there's a gaping hole in the distance, a hole in the earth. Some maw opened somewhere, from which a, a miasma pours. He'll check himself uh, over and then miasma. start looking down that hole. Alright, give me a notice check. Okay. Check yourself over. And you just... This one you'll get for free at least, but someone else though. Let's see. Um, sevens. Sevens. Okay. Well, for one, uh, you are in not in the clothes you remembered yourself in. You're in a black and white striped prisoner's mm-hmm. jumpsuit. Um, and as you look around, you see uh, there is actually someone standing nearby that hole, that that wide open rift in in reality. Huh. Can't see him that well. It's kind of far away. I'll start walking around the hole. Okay. Um, as you uh, start walking towards it, as you do, it the the, the hole itself, this rift in, in, in the world, is easily it could be miles long. Um, but it isn't the only one. As you kind of look around at the at the, uh, the apex of this hill, there are holes everywhere. This this is not a place that's in good shape. Nothing really looks normal. It's like the only normalcy is just the style of the hills. Hmm. Um. It just seems to kind of just go on with a giant, with giant gaping holes everywhere. What's down the hole? Is it just purple mist, fog, whatever? You just see this. You just see this kind of miasma just pouring out. You can't really see that well into it. You approach the uh, the rift in the world. Um, and, uh, in doing so, um, you start, start approaching the man. Uh, do you approach him directly or do you approach the hole, look down and then start approaching him? Yeah. I mean, I look down the hole and then I start making my way around. Okay. Uh, you can't really see that well. Um, give me a notice check. Okay. It's for perception. Um, eights. It's like... Looking into a shifting sort of pond, um, like uh, like 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 looking into you know you know how you know the water the water of a pond will shift like it's been like 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 it's been uh, a rock been thrown in. You see this in the miasma itself. So it's um, really just flat this, and just really flat, and then there's a ripple. Or are you talking about like the dirt in the pond? Uh, well, it's it's almost like the like like the gas pouring out has a liquid like sort of texture to it, you know, and you can sort of see almost like a reflection in it. But you can see a little beyond it too. Um, you can see uh, you can see um, you can see you can see beyond it. You can see like what uh what appears to be um 
uh, a building in the middle of this canyon. Um, it's Frida's. Huh. The rooftop is scorched a little bit. Um, and then the the ripple effect of the of the uh, of the gas pouring out of this this gaping maw of a canyon. Um, you, you you see kind of images of a friend, someone who used to be a friend, uh, George Filburn. Is he in the maw? Uh, you can kind of vaguely see someone someone sitting on the roof, the scorched roof. I'll take a closer look. Are you sure you I mean, I don't. How far down does it look like that is? I'm not gonna just it's jump. Yeah, I'm not feet. gonna jump down there. Um, whole lot of eights. A lot of eights. Sure, you're looking at this specific thing. It looks like um, a mannequin dressed like George Filburn sitting at the sitting at the edge of the roof. Mm, that's odd. The whole place is layered in a. What's up? What, what's what's up in purple? What's miasma. up in the sky? A black, hideous clouds. See the bits of light pouring out as a uh, as lightning snaps in the distance. Sometimes you hear a rolling thunder. Say as much. I will. You notice, check looking at this building of Frida's. It's it's like you can see what was normal and isn't anymore. Hmm. That the, that that the that 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 the the miasma itself takes the normalcy away. I feel almost like if it were gone, it would be okay. Hmm. So the person is still on the other side of the hole. Uh, he's on your side of this of this of this rift. He's just a bit down, looking. He's looking down okay. the rift. I'll head on towards him because that's weird and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, as you approach, you see a uh, see a man looks like he's in the late fifties, early sixties, <laughs> maybe. Um, he uh, does he look familiar at all? Give me a remember check. Okay. Uh, everything's restored. Like, yeah. Oh, hands are not fifty-four. Hands not fifty-four at all. I can roll fifty-four D on this, right? Um, remember is eight dice. Do you have 54 d10s? Uh, sevens. Sevens. Uh, I think I actually might have 54 d's as well. <laughs> Good God. All right. Um, kind of dice a bitch. So yeah, you did your research on Megacorp. You saw the very charismatic, attractive, well, by older man stam- standards, uh, Levi Athon. Man looking in the late 50s, early 60s has a has a uh, white beard, uh, short, um, well-groomed, uh, grayish white hair. Um, he, he's in a light blue, a, a light blue dress shirt tucked into slacks. Has a uh, red tie. He's kind of tall. Looks muscular for his age. Mm-hmm. So his hand. He's got his hands in his pockets. He has his uh, black jacket is hanging from looped around his arm. He's just kind of staring down there. Yeah. You don't seem to have anything on you. Just these. these yeah, clothes. I know. I'm just wondering whether or not I should kick him in the pit. <laughs> but Scott has Scott's kind of curious to find out where he is before he goes and kills this guy. All right, start to approach. Yeah, he, his uh, his eyebrows raise as he uh, looks at you and, and smiles. Says, oh, uh, the youngest of all. Pleasure to meet you in person. Where is this? This is a dream. Well, sort of. Mm. An interesting going to that. 
kind of looks up at the sky a bit. I've seen some, I've seen the, the recurring dreams of troubled youths before, but this one's interesting. I've seen grown men die. You've seen a lot of things. I've seen things that, well, I imagine you may have seen them as well. I've seen a lot of things as well. No, this is a, a very broken place. I think I have largely you to thank for that. I don't control the world. Now just tell me why I shouldn't give why why I shouldn't give you the grand tour of this pit here. Because it wouldn't do anything to me. Make me feel better. Maybe, but then you don't get the chance to talk to me and find anything out. Any curiosities you may have, I'm sure you have plenty of questions. I have plenty of answers. I'm only here to talk to you, civilly, of course. Mm-hmm. I'll speak your piece. I got nowhere to go. I really do apologize for the way I had to bring you in. Oh, do you? I do you now. That's that's interesting. You aren't going to come in the other way. You humans are fickle. I was. I did have a plan to come in. uh, I did have a plan to come in, steal a blazon, and you know, cut my way through your men. I'm fully aware of that. That that could have that could have happened. You could have let that happen. That that could have happened. Unfortunately, I have to pay their families if they're killed, and I'd rather not do that. Well, I didn't plan it. I, I I did it to that one guy. I don't think he's dead, though. No, he's not dead. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a family. There's another desperate soul. Mm. How did you like the trip, by the way? It was um, horrifying. I guess I have you to thank for that as well. You did pay off the bus driver. Pay and off. And hire the assassin to hire hire an assassin to kill me. Um, make sure now, the assassin wasn't my idea. Oh, that man was fired for that. That was stepping boundaries a little too much. Oh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad your standards are so high. Guiding is what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stepping in directly, not what I do. Right, you just wanted to send and me. My you just wanted to send me through five or six potentially deadly scenarios and try and make my friends abandon me. I I understand. That's that's reasonable. You know, just like when you poison my mom. I was a younger man at You're the time. You're a monster. And I overreacted. You're quite literally a monster. If you want to put it that way. I was a younger monster at the time, and I overreacted. Mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't mind amending those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Really. I wouldn't. Uh-huh. See, see, see... Mr. Mr. Than, I'll be formal. Why not? I've read about a lot of things in my time. Are you familiar with the concept of a finite state machine? A finite state machine. I can't say I am. It's a it's an it's an abstract concept usually used in computer programming. It represents uh, it represents on a high level an algorithm. It's you can it can be. Um, Scott will attempt to pull up a chart since this is his head. Give me a I'll think check to just <laughs> hold out your hold out your arm, put a hold, hold out your arm and just take a chart, almost like almost like a uh, like a uh, you know there's there's uh, there's roller things Sevens. in classrooms. He's got a smart yeah. board. <laughs> you, a, you, uh, you you draw a smart board out of your feathers. Yeah. Now you see, uh, and he'll start kind of drawing some. He'll start drawing uh, some some bubbles and lines interconnecting them. You see, there's there's many many states the machine can take depending on conditions. They branch, they they head around, they go back. 
But some some states some states that you send the machine into it doesn't come back from. Some 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 states you just you just go there and then the the machine has to be manually restarted. The machine has to be turned off and and completely completely reinitialized. And you see, Mister Than, when you and he starts kind of filling in all the bubbles. Uh, having also drawn one that only has an arrow pointing to it and none pointing back. When when you do something that, that drastically affects a young person's life, like say, and then the bubble leading into that one, just like poisoning mother. That's that's that's. I believe that's what we call crossing the Rubicon. I believe that's a sin that cannot be forgiven. I never said forgiveness. No, but you did say. You did say you could try and amend it, that you could try and do something. There is nothing you can do. You have broken a person. You have made you have made a person into something that is entirely unlike a person. <laughs> you've taken you've you've taken uh, I don't know what you plan to do, but if it was to if it was to change me, <laughs> oh boy, have you done it? <laughs> I can fix her. You see, I I I don't I don't care anymore. <laughs> You you say you say you can do that. The things you've done, the things, the things you know. Can you can you go back and repair repair thirteen years of 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 wandering, of of not knowing, of finding out, spending all this time, spending months, bringing my friends, leaving my home, leaving everything I have behind to go and find this woman, only to find out she's been poisoned and is constantly stuck in a state of life and death forever and ever and ever because of you. I can. Can you? Can you? I'd like to see this. Yes. I really. I'd like it's to. Really I'll humor you. I'll, I'm I'm curious. Pulls a chair up. Uh, he extends his hand and uh, has a chair for himself. He sits down, crosses his legs. Now this place is very convenient. It is. That's why I choose to speak in these sorts of locations. Now, please uh, direct your attention to uh, this chart right here. And uh, he extends his hand. There's a, there's a a large smart board standing sitting on the stand. It starts to draw on itself. <laughs> You take your friends, yourself, your mother, your father, who, on the record, I have no idea where he is, but I can probably find him, so chose to. He just was previously of no interest to me. You take these people, and you put them into a machine. Now, let's refer back to your, your hypothetical machine. The, uh, the finite state machine. Finite state machine. Yes. Sorry. Build a lot of information in my time. The finite state machine, as you said, it has to be restarted. And it starts to you see it on the on the on the board. It starts to draw circles around particular people, um, and it shows like arrows pointing to a singular machine. Now, none of you want your memories to be tampered with, mm-hmm. and all of you want a happy ending. But I assure you, to fight me is going to offer you no happy ending. Vindication, perhaps, if you can get to me, but not the happiness you want. This, though, this solution, all I need is a week of your cooperation. I promise no pain. What about everybody else's, everybody else whose lives you wrecked? Which ones? Hmm. Well, there is a certain figure who, uh, who uh, I made a promise to. Yeah, his name was Odysseus. Should he wish to stop being dead, he can come find me at any time. Mm-hmm. And why should I trust you? Then, I know other crooked businessmen that can give me whatever I want. 
provided the right cost. Because that crooked businessman you're speaking of is going to have a much higher cost than I will. All I require is a week's worth of your cooperation. It won't hurt. I won't even take anything from you. Blood work for a week. Minor experimentations. You won't change. You won't hurt. I'm pretty sure what you... Uh... So nothing, no, no, nothing, nothing much more painful or exhausting than two hours of a treadmill in a day. Bit of a workout. I'd like to know what you hope to gain from this. It's simple. Your genetic code. It's an elusive one. Something your grandfather passed down to you. Something your mother passed down to you. Two individuals that I cannot find. At least one of which I cannot obtain. You? Much easier to obtain. You're only a small boy. Mm -hmm. With your genetic code, I have all I need to build something perfect. But it's only your genetic code that offers this. Because there are few things in the world that are truly, truly immortal. Few things. Few of those that even referred to themselves as gods in the past are truly unkillable. So you can take their genetic code and you don't have an unkillable machine. You do not have genetic immortality. But you do. Now, it does not work for you. Not quite. Not quite in the same way as your grandfather. Your grandfather doesn't even age. Disease, age, nothing will actually kill that man. Monster, I should say. You, age will take you eventually. Your body will shut down. The natural course of your life cycle will just continue. Mm -hmm. But the backside of that code is still there. Something that can be reverse engineered. Something that can be remade. I don't need this for myself. Not to implant to myself. What I need, what I need from you, ultimately, with this reverse engineered piece of genetic fabric, if you will, is an army of machines. Not to rule the world, as I'm sure you're thinking right now. Not sure what else you'd do with an army of machines. Establish something that can't be beaten. Mm. There's no ruling involved. I don't rule. I don't step in myself. I guide, as I have been guiding mankind for thousands of years now. So, so it's, just, it's, it's not a tyranny. It's more of a militant leadership. A suggestion. What do, what do you plan to use these machines for, if not to fight and conquer? Deterrence. Hmm? Deterrence. Mm -hmm. You know who else offered that? Well, you, you, probably, you probably should. I imagine you two are good friends. Please go on. You see, when you see when the when when the world when when the world was created and uh, and uh, the world the world was the, the world was created and God wanted to send God wanted to send down all of the every be every every heavenly host and have them tested on the planet. But there was there was one heavenly host that's one heavenly host that spoke up and said instead of sending them instead of sending them to Earth where they could. You know where where they where they could where they could be sinful. Why not, why don't we just why don't we come down ourselves and, and enforce all the uh, you know enforce all the rules? Make sure that nobody make sure that everybody knows the rules and nobody breaks them. You speak of the devil. I do. I don't advise doing that. You've met him. He can come. I have. No, I know. I'm just saying. You know, I'm I'm just I'm saying that. What 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 you're planning what you're planning to do is counter to it's counter to the nature of the universe, and that, my boy, is where I regret to have to correct you. You see, free will is what you're discussing. Free will 
is a curse, one that I myself cannot fix. Mm -hmm. With what I hope to gain, it is not to destroy free will. That can never really be taken away. I would have to feed every man, woman, child alive and to be alive in the future through a machine that, mind you, takes a very long time to recalibrate the personality of those who've gone through. Only then could I fix the man-born curse of free will. And I can't do that. I don't have the time. It would take billions upon billions of years. At this point, with only six billion people, for me to actually do that. Now, now you see, the world is in a state of cold war. One that a child, even an adult, cannot see. I think I've been involved in the warmer parts of that conflict. You've seen them. Bits and pieces. Little glimpses behind the curtain. I'm sure you've seen them. But these are people that wish to be kept secret. And they wish other things to be kept secret. These are little pieces warring for your mind. They don't want that to come out. Not most of them, anyhow. Now, these people, they have children. Like you, they have children better than you. They're in a stalemate. If one acts, another's going to act, and mutually assured destruction ensues. But that's the point. What we can guarantee, what the world can guarantee itself, these little organizations, these Russian psychics, these English almost mafioso knights, your American monster investigators, what they can guarantee is the inevitable and total destruction of the world and mankind as we know it. And that is not something I like. In fact, I'm fond of men. Mankind is a interesting creature, one I'm happy to have spent my long, long years guiding to its fulfillment, its destiny, however long it takes, it'll reach it eventually, unless man destroys itself and it is on the brink of it. But the problem with mutually assured destruction is that there's vindication in it. Because if you can guarantee that even though you're going to die, the other one will too die, you feel somewhat better about it. If you cannot, though, if some independent power rises up, pledging some measure of protection of key resources, it's a fickle detail, not important right now. If some independent group rises with an army that is, by its own rights, unkillable, virtually indestructible, no matter what you do to it. There's a guarantee there that this side, this small, independent, previously unallied faction cannot die. It cannot lose. You cannot take it with you. It is not mutually short destruction. It is a guarantee that if you do something, anything, this little group will be the death of you. And it's something you cannot stop. Something you cannot change. For some, for, for somebody who's spent so much time along, man, you really do not understand them. You seem to act like you seem to act like these organizations that plan to take the world with them are going to stop when presented with an insurmountable challenge. Mankind is one bout of utility. I think I don't really plan on the bowing. It'd be a pleasurable side effect, but do you? Not the intent. You see, no. What I'm saying is, you 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 believe that you're you believe that you're unstoppable 
your unstoppable immortal army is going to is going to prevent them from using what I assume to be nuclear weaponry to wipe to wipe out the world. But well, the couldn't. problem is that the problem is that the, what they're going to do is use their you target all their use all their nuclear weaponry on your immortal army, and your immortal army persists being immortal while all of them die from the damage they've caused to the earth. I never said they'd be coming out of it alive. Then what's your point? Creating your immortal army is pointless. You know, you're gui- you're guiding nothing. I don't know if the world is to end. I can't see the future. Even the prophet I have can't see that future. Well, he can. The many ways it comes about. It's going to be a long time before the world ends. People are people will end most certainly one day. It could be tomorrow. Who knows? But I can't know that. I can only be prepared. And if, if it comes to it, if it comes to the point that mutually assured destruction is guaranteed, that these people are going to overreact to the coming of something better than themselves, if it comes to that, and the quickening of man's end ensues, which, I might add, is currently guaranteed, not the quickening thereof, but the end, as the stalemate currently stands, if it comes to that, this immortal army, as guaranteed success in many ventures. As I mentioned, the protection of key resources. You keep mentioning, you, you keep saying those words. I don't understand what they mean. Enough human beings to repopulate the world without risk of those little diseases that family encounters when they interbreed. When he says the word family, it just seems like a foreign term to him. I imagine many terms are foreign to him. One can easily save hundreds, if not a few thousand, if the world is to end. Mm-hmm. That's something that cannot be guaranteed by any others, not those without an unstoppable force. So you see, young Mr. Ball, you've got me all wrong. My intentions are not destructive by any means. No, they're just they're, do- they're domineering. Protective. There are plenty of people that use those words. There are plenty of people that misinterpret them. Mankind is my investment, and I am protective of my investments. Yes. You also seem to seek absolute power, which appears to be a thing you don't have yet. As I mentioned, I don't seek absolute power. No, you just you just I'm want you ahead. just want an unstoppable army that mankind can't defeat and will eventually succumb to. That's totally different. Yeah. Again, you misinterpret, young Mister Paul. I'm a guiding hand. It is all I can be. To do anything more is to overstep my boundaries. Like creating an immortal army if, to keep mankind in line. If I do that, it's not that I'm doing it from men. It's that I'm doing it from me. I, I don't... I'm not using it to affect, not directly affect anyone. It's just there, standing there, doing nothing. Standing in key places, maybe, but otherwise doing nothing. So, those that might interfere, as they would should I overstep my bounds, won't. I'm incapable of tyranny. I can only be a guide. Mm-hmm. What you're proposing sounds a bit more sounds a bit different than a guide. You know, I had a friend. I, I I knew a guy. He he had a guiding hand. He had a, also had a vow never to interver, inter, intervene directly. You know, just kind of. And it's it's fun. It's it's funny. Him him or whoever he represented. They didn't they didn't feel the need to create create an immortal army to you know threaten everybody. Because their faith in men, I imagine, was greater than it should have been. Naivety. Naivety is what gets everyone killed. 
and and your vision of and your vision of this utopia by your guiding hand that is not a naive vision eventually by my guiding hand thousands of years down the line mankind will be in space it won't be relying on this scarce resources that this world provides they'll make their own resources they'll be beyond the petty concept of money to which man bows readily readily bows it'll be beyond that beyond ideology but the boundaries that you can even begin to imagine perfection is what man will eventually achieve it just has to live long enough to see it so riddle me this you've been around for centuries millennia more shrug <laughs> you've seen you've seen plenty of you've seen plenty of men you've probably seen isolated places where no one would find them why would you try to test it yourself surely surely they don't uh, surely you don't need an immortal army to guide uh, to 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 guide say hundreds of men thousands of men i need the effort of their entire populace only a few are aren't going to develop the technology they need for post-scarcity the technological development of the past they've been the efforts of many inspiration had to come from somewhere if not hundreds of years ago then thousands of years ago i can't guarantee where the inspiration comes from but people often create based on inspiration and then someone else proceeds to steal it and take credit themselves but that's just the fickle nature of man i believe that's a misconception that's since been disproven by the internet you see it's created a lot more transparency in the creative process it's not it's not just simple it's not simple blind inspiration it's people building upon the ideas of others as i said inspiration from hundreds of years ago one man one man reads something that another man wrote 1800s he has an idea because well i can build on this this man had the right idea no one else has done it though let's build the telephone mm-hmm. let's build the light bulb but this is semantics really what matters most here is that there are generations between them they're far spread across the world i could as you say take a thousand people put them some isolated place i could just focus all my attention on them be their guiding hand alone and perhaps they'll do something but they'll elevate themselves beyond the rest of mankind everyone the the the, the men around them the the ones beyond their borders will come in they'll take it all they'll destroy it all they'll misuse it use it as weapons etc 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 things that men do but a unified front a unified force seven eight billion people developing growing building expanding beyond their world that's what i guide that's what i have guided and what's what's subtly made it may have been but and what's to say that when you what's to say that your your ideal civilization of seven to eight billion people doesn't get the idea doesn't suddenly discover the technology to end your immortal army? Simply put, it won't. You can't know that. I can have contingencies, but in the end, young Scott Fall, my time is short, and though time here should be flowing at the, the speed of dream. Yeah, you've been around for centuries. What's a few more minutes? There are matters that I must attend to. So, I come here with a purpose, as I mentioned before. I can fix your lives. I can fix your mother. I can find your father. I can find and deal with Odysseus, should that be a pressing matter. 
I can arrange your happy ending without changing anyone's mind, without taking any piece of their personalities away. I prefer it that way. Unsurprisingly, it's a much less expensive option. Mm-hmm. All I need is a week of your, a week of your cooperation, and everything I promised you is yours. I have no reason to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I'll think about it. Please do. I'll be in touch. Enjoy the rest of your rest. And he, he stands, folds the chair up, sets it aside politely, and then uh, starts to walk away. Can't do anything before the, uh, the, the dream ends? Nah. Okay. All of his violence just turned to snark. <laughs> uh, the Everything turns to black. And uh, be ending this here just a moment. Uh, Eld? Yes. You see the uh, the boy, um, John, turns and leaves the room. The door opens. The door unlocks and opens for him. He leaves. It closes, latches, and he uh, he turns, walks down the hall, turns and enters a di- and, and enters an unoccupied cell. It closes and latches behind him. He lays on he lays on the bed, shuts his eyes. All right, everyone's alone. There's still guards everywhere, and Neil and Scott can't hope to take them all on their own. I need a way to distract them or get rid of them. Yeah. Anyway, can, uh, if we are just about done, can we end it here before Eld comes up with a plan? Sure. Want to say anything to Scott, or should we leave it at that? Well, I figure we'll leave it with him about to contact Scott. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're about to contact Scott, and that's for one of the session. All right, that was that's uh, a session. What'd you guys think? Dang. Well, that was a wild ride. Yeah. yeah. There's so much. How in the world did you ever think we would get that done in like a session or two? There was like so much to do and so much to be said, and shit went down and hit the fan, and there's betrayal. And last session, you were just like, eh, it's probably only gonna take like four to six hours. Like, really? I'm not the best guess of time. <laughs> Yeah, we know that, Nate. <laughs> See, the thing is, I can I can guess like the ideal time if I don't go for dramatic timing. Right. I'm just like if I just run through this material straight and I don't kind of alter it yeah. periodically while in, like in the middle of running it. I have altered the game. Pray I do not alter it. Nate, for yeah. what it's worth, you we are actually done and it's about one o'clock. I am thoroughly <laughs> impressed. You you said that your limit. I asked if you were. You said you wanted to go soon. Yeah. And I asked if you could stay for another. Yeah, but usually minutes. like okay, it's only gonna be thirty more minutes, two hours. Well, I was watching the clock the entire time. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's good on you, Nate. Good you're getting better. Yeah. It, it's 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 okay, Nate. I just normally I automatically take what you estimate. Not, usually you're good with smaller time frames, but for larger ones, I just take what you estimate and add about one and a half to two times that. <laughs> How, how long is it going to take you to, uh, you know, eat all this cereal? About three days. I can guarantee you, though, the next session is the last. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that yeah. I don't know. It could be. It could end up like. Uh, it could end up like. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Monsters ISS, where it's like, and we got to the final battle. Well, that's <laughs> going to be its own session of a long vlog. <laughs> To be fair, yeah, that could happen. We are dealing with the Leviathan. 
it, it depends really on what we decide to do and how our how well it works. I think we're still going to have to kill him. Oh, well. <laughs> certainly. I, I imagine a few of us are going to try no matter what anybody else says. Yeah. But... yeah he, oh, yeah. Scott's got a plan. A, oh, as much as he says, oh, that's my younger self. You've been alive for a millennia. Yeah. yeah. God himself was somewhat of an asshole in the Old Testament, but then the New Testament happened. Yeah, he chilled out. <laughs> no, I, no, the New, Test, the New I Testament was his son. His cool son. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, his son had him chilled out. Like, hey, hey, he dad. He became a dad. And like, dad, stop yelling. Dad. Jesus. I mean, me. <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, let's end the recording before I do anything more blast. Anyone have any uh, questions, comments before we end the recording? I, Not really. I, I do have to say I really like uh, uh, Leviathan as as a villain in that he has just enough rationale behind what he's doing that you can sort of understand it. But at the same time, he just his views are so alien that you can't that there's just like no way you can really support them this is what I, what happens when an eldritch abomination tries to help that's, that's I, what happens I'm, when I'm a dragon runs for that, president that is that is that, that, that is that is the entire idea behind leviathan this is what happens when an eldritch abomination tries to help it's what happens when you fuck a strange boy <laughs> yeah even god had a had a pretty you know the judeo-christian god has a pretty hands-off policy i was like by, by a the, the, the judeo-christian's god the judeo-christian god's idea of helping as far as the old testament goes was was flooding the world yeah and killing everyone the old test old testament god was kind of an asshole not gonna lie yeah it's true in the I'm look, sorry, uh, all of our Judeo-Christian listeners. We are also Judeo-Christian. Very white. Yes, we are. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm non-practicing Catholic. So. Zach's Jewish. No. I'm agnostic. In any event, um, I'm glad you do like uh, Leviathan as, as 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 antagonist. Um, the there was going to be. Um, I, I had. I had this particular thing in mind. There was a way to avoid getting captured. Was it and, bringing out the siren at that moment? Uh, the way to avoid getting captured was to actually realize what's what's really going on. I'm not going to lie. And there was it, no way to know that. <laughs> it was to figure out Eddie was yeah, that, the traitor. That, that, it was uh, to figure out that Eddie that was came the traitor. came out of left field. Because... Yeah. I and had then, suspicions then, Yeah, really it, it didn't make sense. Like, what the... Oh, at first when he knocked out Manny out, I thought, oh, he's just, you know, knocking him out so he can be saved and stuff, but... Yeah, where did he get the shit to knock him out? <laughs> I don't know! Hey, look, <laughs> at, look on the bright side, at least he didn't steal a syringe off Eld. Uh, to be fair, he, he probably could have just snuck out in the night and got it. We don't Wait. keep track of him. That's the thing. You guys didn't keep track of Eddie? See a um, guy we met at a bus stop. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You didn't keep track of him. Oh, so um, that's what he was doing when he was getting high oh, in the bathroom, wasn't it? When oh. if Eddie was not in scene, he was reporting to somebody. Right. Eld was actually really suspicious of him at first. Um, except then Eddie, like I think in I think in Cersei, like Eddie proved to be just, you know, a generally good enough guy that. Oh, and that's why he's a snake too. And that's why he's a snake. That is uh, why he's a snake. Yes. It's also why he. And then we also found out why he was a robot as well. Yeah. Yeah, sister, Robo sister. Yep. Not gonna lie, if it's possible, I want her to to become a, 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 a Neil's a monster friend. <laughs> get get rid of get rid of all of your weird powers. Get a monster we'll just, friend. Yeah, we'll just download her into a cyber brain and put that in a transhuman. We'll, 
No, no, he would he would do it by putting or placing some of his, you know, parts that might go bad due to mo- ro- multiple, uh, you know, sclerosis with uh, you robot parts. <laughs> robot you mean- parts. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't feel that. Uh, act, what makes you, what you're made out of, makes you a human or So he's, he's going to replace. What, he's going to replace his brain so his immune system can't attack it. <laughs> look, you, in look, any you, event, in any event, go ahead, Zach. I was going to say, at least Nate, you made the right decision in having the AI girl explain her story to to the character. Well, one of the characters who can empathize with just about anyone. <laughs> The story there was going to be explained some way, somehow. If you're in the facility, you're not really going to avoid talking with Ellie. Yeah. Right. She runs the whole facility. She I loves think, talking. I oh. figure one of I figure it'll either She's be they'll, Right. I figure they'll either hear it from her or hear it from Eddie eventually. Actually, El, that was one thing you kept forgetting to have El Dutz. He was going to check to see if Eddie was in the facility because... Yeah. Also, El, when Eddie it comes out, like, Eddie tries to apologize, Neil's going to be, okay, it's fine. I know, I know about sibling bullshit. <laughs> sibling bullshit happens, I guess. Okay, yeah. Uh, my sibling bulb gets kind of worse. That, well, yeah, that's exactly why. That's why Eld said, you know, if there, Eld was basically thinking if anybody can understand that reason, Eld or not Eld, uh, Neil can was. Neil's a yeah. He does. He always tries yeah. to assume the best of people. Also, I guess we should. I guess we can right, end but, this recording. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if, if you want to say any other further questions or comments before we end the quarter of it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Good Alrighty. night, Internet. Good night, Good Internet. Good night. Good night.